Hey, what's up, guys? You can follow the podcast on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube by looking up the Cool Kids Table Podcast. And on Twitter, it's just the Cool Kids Pod. The website is thecoolkidstablepodcast.com. My guest today is Robert Ramirez. I know I keep saying this over and over. Like, I know this guy for the longest. I know it. But it's just the truth. You know, it's honest. Um, I've known Robert since elementary school. I don't remember if we had any classes together because, you know, like that's going far back. But I don't, we've always been cool, like for as long as I can remember. Um, we'll talk, you know, a little bit of our childhood. Not much, you know, because we, we just knew each other. We didn't really like hang out or whatever, but we've always been cool, like up towards like in high school or whatever. And even now as adults, like, so it's cool. Um, we talk his business, you know, those things he's got going on in music, which is really dope, you know, as an outsider, you know, I've mentioned it a few times. I'm like not an artist. I have no fucking creative bone in my body. Uh, so it's pretty cool. You know, he hooked it up, got a studio for us to record at. So it was nice, dope scenery. I think a bunch of you guys saw it on the um, social media because you guys were all like, that looks pretty dope. Where's that at or whatever. So that, yeah, it's pretty cool. He talks about, you know, he, the ups and downs, you know, we all had. He's very open. He he gets a little bit into it about, you know, he did a little bit of, of time, as we say. And, you know, how that opened up his, you know, his mind because he did a lot of reading, soul searching. Smart dude, really smart guy. Uh, funny guy, you know, so it's a little bit of everything. Only thing, it's we started recording like at one in the morning and he had to be start work in a few hours so we didn't go as long as we had planned but you know like i said in a lot of the episodes that's the beauty because i get to bring these guys back in the future and we could continue the conversation and continue about what he was touching on you know we talk a little well he talks philosophy he talks a little bit about um baseball you know we 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 talk about a few different things but he's enlightening me in the in the music industry you know how that's all going and it's pretty cool, you know, as an outsider, I know a few of the listeners are like, you know, musically inclined, so I'm sure they'll enjoy it. But as you know, a lot of people that don't know the behind the scenes work, you know, will be appreciative of all the stuff that they do. Because like you said, it's not just all fucking diamonds and jewels, like, there's a lot of work. And so it's pretty cool. We talked a little bit before we started recording, and it was pretty cool, because like, Everybody says, like, dude, do you guys, you know these guys. You you fucking just click with them on the on the podcast. I'm like, I hadn't talked to him in a few years. I haven't seen him in fucking a while. And I told him I wanted him on. He said he was down, so we made the most of it. This was this was fun. Welcome to the Cool Kids Table Podcast. My guest today is Robert Ramirez. Robert, I know you're a busy guy. I know you haven't slept. Uh, Thank you for taking time out of your day to do this. How are you? I'm good, man, and I appreciate you bringing me on. I really like what you're doing, man. Like, I got to listen to Ozzy's and, and Fabian's podcast, and, you know, it was it was good to hear some some guys that I used to play baseball with, you know, back when we were little. And to hear that they're doing pretty good for themselves, you know what I mean? And, you know, it was it was interesting and, and very funny, to say the least. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's some characters. Yeah. Um, quick shout-out. Where are we at right now? Let the listeners know. Oh, we're right here in uh, 
downtown LA. Um, we're at the Neon Sound LA. If you want to look them up on Instagram or you know check out the studio yourself, it's at the Neon Sound LA, and it's a beautiful spot, man. It How is you like beautiful. It? I'm loving it, dude. We, he gave me a tour. We yeah. went out to the fucking uh, not the balcony, but I guess the what is that called? Like the like fire the, escape. The fire escape. We're yeah. out there, fire escape, talking, talking quotes. You know, everybody's yeah. liking the quotes. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. We're talking about writing. And, uh, you know, thank you for setting this up. This is fucking cool. Yeah. You know, it's the first time in the studio. This is yeah. nice. I no, appreciate well, it. Yeah, you know, like I was trying to tell you earlier, like, um, me, I like to, you know, when I do things, I like to do things, you know, as perfect as I have in my capacity to make it, you know what I mean? Or with my ability to make it. And um, I believe this is a really um, good vibe right here and. You know, to me, it inspires me coming over here. You see the window outside. You see the backdrop of downtown LA, the lights, you know, and how the city moves, you know. It, it, it seems very calm right now, right? Yeah, it's I fucking, mean, it's one it, in the morning. I think it's about to be one thirty. No, Yeah. It's one in the morning, and, like, we're just getting started. One, one, I don't, one. That's what I just oh, saw on my phone right now. One, one, one. <laughs> yeah. So follow the signs, you know. Yeah, yeah, you see yeah, the vibes, just sign, go with yeah. them, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, and, and that's something I, me, uh, a lot of people, I don't know, People that know are close to me, they know, you know, I, I really like numbers, you know. I'm a real numbers guy, and, um, you know, one of my favorite numbers has always been 24, you know. Uh, I like it because it's 24 hours in a day, you know, and, um, you know, my brand, you know, is Nonstop Hustlers. And, you know, it represents kind of, you know, that, you know, 24 hours in a day, you got to grind it out nonstop and... You know, um, and then I also like the number five. That's the day I was born. I was born on the 5th of January, you know, and I like to, you know, I like to get personal and let little people know about, you know, me personally, you know, and how I was raised. And, you know, Almani is a big, big, big um, influence. thing. Yeah, influence. Um, but, you know, I really like its history, you know, and a lot, and I don't think a lot of people know too much about Almani history, you know. You know, a lot of people used to come to Almani, you know, mm -hmm. um, when they had the lion farm. Yeah, I was going to say, you know James I mean? Lion Farm. And, yeah. you know, Albert Einstein, you know, uh, I believe uh, President uh, Hoover was was down it here. Was, yeah. yeah, and, you know, and a lot of other celebrities, and they the had artist. a studio. Yeah, the they artists had a, used to come yeah. out to the whatever. Uh, Charlie like the Chaplin, even, you know, him too, you know. And I think that's a big thing that for people to know, you know, where they come from, you know. Because sometimes it may tell you where you're going, you know what I mean? And um, that's something that I love, you know, is, is the history and the stories behind them, you know. I, I seen um, that, uh, you know, the guy, uh, the owner, uh, I forgot what his name, uh, but the guy uh, from Gage Lion Farm, the one that started it, the trainer, that he always, he said that when he was little, he had his friends, his parents took him like, to a circus or something like that. And that he made a wish and his wish was to have a lion. And that when he was older, he said, man, I, w I, I wonder how many other kids made their wish and their wish came true like mine, you know. And I think that's a beautiful story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, that was cool. Like, and not a lot of people know about that, you know what I mean? But it's cool. And then, like, the whole history with Art LeBeau and him having the dances at Almighty exactly. Stadium, yeah, stadium you know. And it's funny that, that you know, that it, things go full circle, and uh, you know that's I, I end up meeting my 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 mother's, I mean my baby's mother at a concert of Art LeBeau, right? Crazy. Yeah, and I like to share that story because it's kind of like, like a love story, kind of. You know what I mean? Like 
people don't really meet like that, you know, at a at a at a concert. Art Lebo, you know, Art Lebo is the love connection. Yeah, That's what yeah. he says, and he's on the radio. You know what I mean? And they ended up giving the key to the city to him. Uh, they ended up giving uh, him the key to the city of Armani. I'm sorry, I'm I'm really tired right now. You know, I'm trying to. You're doing great. Yeah. You're doing great. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I I really like the story of Armani. You know, and its history and its heritage. You know, and you know, I want to do my best to 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 um continue that legacy you know and get people to come back to online because i don't know if you know like like they shut down the boys club i don't yeah. like that you know and you know they took a lot of w- things away from the kids you know things are not the way they used to be you know and it's an you know, yeah like and you, you really like i i remember listening on your podcast you were just running you know exercising that night you know and oh, yeah. you couldn't even do that really yeah, like that's crazy you know what i mean to me that that's not cool you know what i mean like this is a city you grew up in, you know. Lived there twenty nine years. Yeah, and and you can't even run, you know, the street, you know, at night to get your little exercise in when you have your free time. I mean, exactly. You were saying that that was your only, that was free, only time, free time, you know. Yeah. And they're quick to judge, you know, and and to assume, and and that's not right, you know. And I think that that has to do a lot with their training and the way, you know, the perception of our money as well. You know what I mean? And I want to change that perception as best as I can. So, Same. You know, I'm yeah. trying to do whatever I could to, to do that. But I just want to let people know that about me, that, you know, I'm very much about the city of Almani, you know, and its, and its heritage and, and where, you know, I come from. Because I've been there two, 30 years of my yeah. life, you know what I mean? And uh, my little brother, I don't know, well, you know Stones, right? Yeah, yeah, both but, of them. Yeah, he was, he was actually born in the restroom of the house. Um, right there in Almani. Nah, shit. Yeah. yeah. He's a real monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I mean, I always told my, I remember always telling my dad, I told him, uh, you know, I want a brother, you know, because uh, it was, it's first is my sister, then it's me, then he had two, uh, I had two more sisters, you know, and so it was me and three sisters, and I was like, man, I want a, I want a brother, you know, someone I could play with, and, you know, we could play football, basketball, baseball. I used to like all those sports. And, uh, yeah, it ended up where, uh, one day, you know, I'm laying on, I think I was, we we're laying on the, I was, I had sleep, I had slept in the living room that day and I had slept through the whole thing, I guess. And yeah, they're like, they woke me up. Yeah. You got a brother. You want to go to the hospital? And see him? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. But it was so funny. It was cool though. You know what I mean? But, uh. Yeah, you know I'm big. I'm big on family. Your you brothers know? are dope. Yeah. I was just sharing that story about your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah your brothers are dope. Me, yeah, and I, you know, a lot of people tell me like they love my brothers. You know, I love my brothers. You know, and I want the best for them. They want the best for me. And when I started this whole nonstop hustlers brand, you know, they were the ones that got me to like, hey, yeah, you know, you got to do this. Like a lot of people are asking for it, and you know, what's up? You know, where's it all at? And you know, for a while I had to put a stop to that. We'll get into that though too, and. um yeah, man, you know, I, I, my nerves are going right now a little bit, you know, this is new to me, yeah. you know what I mean? But, um, you you're know, natural, I, you're yeah, natural. I, 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 I like people to hear, you know, first off, a little bit about me and where I come from and who I am. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing this, man. It, it, I think it's, it's definitely gonna pop and, and you're gonna, you're gonna get a lot of good out of this, man, for sure, for sure. I appreciate you saying that, but I appreciate you coming on, like, yeah. Sincerely, you know, you're a busy guy. We talked about your schedule and everything. And I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah, that's man. one thing I see. You know, I, I think like um, the last time. So 
I w- went into work yesterday morning. Um, I've been doing these loads. Um, well, for everybody out there, just to let you know, I'm a I'm a commercial Class A truck driver, and um, I I transport anything from Coca Cola to um, Niagara Water to uh, Sunny Delight. That's what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? Uh, I just earlier I came off of doing uh just last load I did was for Sears appliances like um like uh microwaves washers dryers um refrigerators you know and the thing i love about being a truck driver is um that i'm not constantly in one place you know i mean of course when they're offloading me or un- uh, or loading me but um i'm not stuck in like i get to drive you know i get, i get to see all kinds of different people um, you know, I'm not in a warehouse or a, a office all day. Um, I get to be on the phone whenever I want. You know, I get to I get to listen to whatever music I want. You know what I mean? I get to chill in the back when they're unloading me or um, loading me, and I get to read a book or something like that. You know, I have a lot of free time on my hands, and that's where a lot of my ideas come too. You know what I mean? And I want to do so much, and I feel like I can't do it all, you know, but I, I want to, you know, and I'm going to try my best to because I want to be the guy to bring lines back to on one. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it seems like a far off dream, but you know, you have to have, you have to, you have to have far dream off big. dreams. Dream yeah. Big. Yeah. It, and like I told you earlier, like me, I'm, I'm a, I like to do it big. You know what I mean? I like to do things that nobody really even thought of doing or, or, or ever think about doing, you know what I mean? And one of my favorite quotes, like I, I think I mentioned to you earlier, or maybe I didn't, but uh, one of my favorite quotes and one that I live real strong by is, no army or government can stop an idea whose time has come, you know? And I take that strongly because, you know, an idea is a powerful thing, you know? Um, like the idea of Obama and change, you know? That was the idea. Who, nobody could have stopped that, you know what I mean? And they brought it into existence. It happened, you know? And, you know... Um, that's, that's what ideas are though, you know, ideas are, are things that, you know, only God knows how far they're going to go, you know what I mean? But when the time comes for them, they, they, they can't be stopped, you know, the people could try to stop them or governments or armies, but, you know, ideas invisible, you know, but when you bring it out, you know, and people grasp it, it's a flower that, I mean, it's a seed that grows in people's minds, you know, and attracts people you know what i mean and you take it as far as you want really you know what i mean as far as you're willing to go you know like what's your idea bro like this shit has a lot of potential i'm telling you right now i i could see it you know what i mean and i hopefully i hope that you stick with it and you take it there you know what i mean because i wish the best for you man i appreciate it. i wish yeah. the best for you too you know we're talking about that and i mean I, I i have you know think we have a lot of mutual friends i have great support group like my homies are like, dude, keep doing it. Like, this is just the beginning. I keep yeah. trying to read. This is just the beginning, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I'm, f- you're going to be you episode just really plant the seed. 15. Yeah, like, this is just getting started, man. Yeah. So, I, I am excited. You know, I try not to get overly excited. You know, mm. just kind of take things day by day. But I do plan yeah. ahead. You know, like, all right, I got to I gotta be think- thinking a month or two ahead just because yeah, the yeah. guests I'm going to have on, right? Like, okay, yeah. this is what we're going to do. Like, you and I, we mm. were trying to get on the same page. And then yeah. once it happens, it's like click like yeah, all right yeah, we, we, yeah. We're, we're set it's cool because we got to catch up a lot like, yeah you know what i mean and we got to fill each other out and and um you know i think that was really cool you know what i mean like i thought we were gonna get smacked down into it and i was like 
you know, my nerves were kind of going, but it kind of me, relaxed me a little bit. But that's why I wanted to bring you here, too, yeah. because this is where I feel at home. You know what I mean? You feel at ease, yeah, comfortable. Yeah, I feel at ease. I've been here before, you know. And it's a really chill spot, man. And, you know, I would like, you know, more people to experience you no, know, this is like very, this, yeah. very welcoming, yeah. comforting. Like I, when I walk, I didn't know what I was gonna walk into, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Walk yeah. down the street. I, I like that. Like, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And you're like, I'm up here, and I'm like looking outside like, <laughs> my window. I'm like, all right. You're like, walk this way. I'm like, yeah. dope. Like I like this. I'm uh, familiar with the area where we're at. Uh huh. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, I think so, I seen you roll down, um, kind of by Alameda. Yeah. Before, yeah. I used to grow weed out there. Oh, <laughs> I was uh, I was delivering a coke. There's a coke right here on uh, I believe it's. Central. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. A big one. I delivered right there a lot that's, that's too, a, right there. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think I was, I seen you and I was like, oh, that's yeah, for sure. That's Hector. Yeah. BMW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, like I was saying too. Um, you know, we we both have girls. You know, yeah. I, I like the fact that you you talk to you know everybody about their kids and and their family. You know. And, you know, it makes you reevaluate a lot of things like we were talking about earlier, you know. And uh, one thing about my baby, you know, I named her Miracle, you know. And um, I met her mom at, like I was saying, Art at Art LeBeau. Well, trip out. So, um, I've always said the first 30 years of my life for me, you know, I don't want to start a family. I don't want to have a kid. You know, um, I want to, I just want to do me. You know, I want to experience my life first. And, and then I'll have a kid and start a family once I'm 30. So I met her mom, maybe it was, almost. it's going on seven years. Yeah, it's going on seven years. I believe we met in September. And um, so, yeah, at September it will be seven years. And we met at our little concert, you know. I had my brothers with me. Uh, Matthew was right there. And, uh, yeah, I was telling him, you're, you're going to be my wingman, I told him, like that. And so me and him go walking around, and um, we meet we meet my girlfriend and her two cousins. Well, my brother ended up hooking up with one of her cousins, and uh, me and her talked the night away. We danced, you know. We ended up kissing, and I got her number, and, you know, I, I didn't think nothing it was, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, she's one of the most amazing girls I've ever met, you know, and she's a really great mom, you know. And, you know, I'm blessed to have her in my life, you know. We have her ups and downs, like, you know, anybody, anybody you know. Yeah. We break up to make up, you know what I mean? And, um... It's real cool because um, we end up having my baby, you know what I mean? And I, I named her Miracle because I want her to know that she is a miracle. But not only is, is she a miracle, every other kid is a miracle, you know? And that's what I believe, you know what I mean? And I wanted her to 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 have that name so when I raise her, she can know, like, you know, she is beautiful. She is a miracle, just like every other kid. And there's no difference between... Um, any her or anybody else, you know, and I wanted her to be kind of like a light to the world, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, that's how I want to raise her, you know what I mean? And I, 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 matter of fact, I was so anxious, or how would you say, it? like, uh, I was so happy to bring her into the studio. So, like, when she was maybe, I believe, seven, eight months, I brought her over here to this one. So, and they have a little piano that I'll show yeah, you later. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a picture of her. Uh, I put it on my Instagram, but I, I backed a lot of stuff up to my archive. But I put her on that little piano, and she got on it, and it made me so proud, man, because, like, I want to see her do, uh, like, some type of instrument, you know what I mean? And if she wants to do it or not, you know, but I'm going to... Open that door. Yeah, open that door for her, and if she does it, she does it, you know? But um, anyway, so she, she went, the day she was born was February 10th, right? Well, a month later, I 
um, they gave Art Lebeau the key to the city. Well, I took her, I took her, her mom, and um, we went down over there to see the presentation and everything like that. And, and um, I ended up stopping him in his tracks. And I'm telling him, hey, Art, check it out, man. Um, I actually met my girlfriend at um, at your concert. And look, now we have a beautiful daughter. And he stopped in his tracks and he looked over and he's like, oh, I'm no politician. I got to go see the baby, you know. <laughs> and he went and see my baby and he like he's like, oh, hey, you, you want to be a radio star one day, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, man, it, it, it was one of the, the highlights Starstruck, of my life, yeah. you know what I mean. And it was amazing, you know, because it all started off at his concert, you know. Had it not Full been circle, for that like concert, you said. yeah. Had it not been for his concert, you know, we would have never... Uh, you know, met and you know, my baby would probably have never been, you know, existed, you know what I mean? But he went and he acknowledged us, he talked, shook my hand, you know. And um Artable's a legend, man. Yeah. If you if you're yeah. from South Southern California or you know, uh if you ever heard the radio, uh he used to come out on ninety two point three the beat, right? Yeah, on Sundays. Sunday night. Yeah. And I think now he he only comes out on night three point five. I think night three point five holds him now. But um yeah man that that guy's a legend especially of Almani you know um he 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 said that day you know he shared a lot of memories and he, he talked about Richie Valens and you know how he brought Richie Valens to Almani because you know a lot of um Latinos, Latinos you know but he also mentioned like back in the days that you know Almani was one of the few cities that people could go and have like interracial relationships you know because that back then that was frowned upon you know people really didn't do that back then you know but it was a city that brought people together you know and that's something that that i think is big you know especially he says it's um the birth of of rock and roll you know and that was the error back then when you know richie Valens came out and then um the penguins you know brenton yeah. woods you know all the legends you know what i mean and not a lot of people know about that type of music really but if you're from Southern California, most likely you do. Yeah. If you're raised that way, though. Right? Yeah. If, if you if you probably know somebody that listens to it, you know, cruising yeah. the Sunday, throwing on Art LeBeau, going to the beach, going to grab a beer or something, they just throw it on and you yeah. just vibe. Yeah. Like, Sundays, Sundays was always yeah. the days. You know what I mean? When you, when you turn on, you had your barbecue, you know, or, or you li- even listening to uh, uh, Lighter Shade of Brown, sitting on the park uh, yeah. on a Sunday afternoon, jamming the cool. And I think that's where my love for music starts, you know? And I've always had that love for music, you know what I mean? I've always wanted to do music. Music was always a thing that I loved, you know, and I, I've always wanted to do, but I never I never made the time for it. I was going to say that I never had the time for it, but I never made the time for it. And I wish I would have. Knowing what I know now, like, I would have been further along, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot to learn when it comes to the music business that... I didn't even think, you know, from the outside looking in. But now that I'm in, I'm like, oh, shit, what I get myself? There's into? a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. People don't see the behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. They don't see the finished they think product. It's all, they think it's all glamour and gold and diamonds, you know. But at the end of the day, there goes, uh, there, goes there. Sorry, I'm stumbling over my words again. But there, there's a lot of work that goes into being successful in the music business. And that's what I learned, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... As easy as they make it seem, or is not as glamorous as they make it seem. You know what I mean. A lot of people, like they're not getting what they deserve either. You know what I mean. Um, these people with the major record labels. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, they're, they're making no money. But it, it's coming money. to light. It's yeah. coming to light little by little, and you know the way things are with social media, and um, how you could do it on your own now, basically going independent. Yeah, like how you put your podcast on all these platforms. Yeah, yeah, that's that's big. You know, back then you couldn't do that. Shit. No, you had to pay yeah. somebody <laughs> yeah. to represent you. Yeah, you had to go to a radio there. station, yeah. make a pitch, like, hey, I want to do this. You know what I mean? You couldn't. Now you went, bought your equipment, and boom, you're on. <laughs> you know Fucking, I mean? literally, Spotify, I was on the first day. The only one that gave me, well, a lot of them give you trouble because they want to know that you're established, that people are actually listening to it, that mm. you're actually going to continue doing it. And so, for me, Apple Podcasts was the hardest one just because I don't own any Apple products. Nobody that I, well, I mean, I have a few close friends, but I can't just be like, hey, yeah. let me borrow your account, let me set it up, yeah. and, you know. And they're pretty pricey too, though, right? Or no, because as, as long as you have like listeners, uh-huh. they'll let you in because it's like mm-hmm. they're paying for it by using their service. You get me? Oh, okay. So I just I had the listeners. I just didn't have an Apple ID. Yeah. And they make they want you to get an I iPhone so bad. Like they're like, oh, that's the only way. Yeah, so, that's their catch, huh? Yeah, you, you gotta buy the product. Through, <laughs> what's that saying? Jump through hoops and do magic. Cause yeah. Finally, last week, it finally came on. So that was big for us, like right away. Mm. You know, like anything, like you said, yeah. the behind the scenes work. People don't know I got yeah, rejected they're, they're four more, times. I think they're more global. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Because um, I don't know, there, there was some guy that that started his own. Um, it was like a podcast at first. I don't know if you ever heard of Selection Joe K. I'm not familiar. Yeah, well, he played he played football over there at um, Amani Jets, and that's how I know of him. And then he went to school with Ernie Rodriguez when he was going to um, Los Fatos. And he got on Apple Music, and he he has a his own show through them, and it's called nice. Selection Radio. Yeah, what is it? A Selection Radio okay. Soul, uh, like S O U L, and but he made it with like Selection, yeah, yeah. Soul Selection, Soul Selection yeah. Radio, and he has a pretty big following, and he's doing good. And yeah, I mean, I I, I kept in in like not in. I kept in tune with what he's doing, you know what I mean? Because I like to keep in tune with people, what other people are doing, you know, like and how they're doing it and how they're how they got there and you know it's all about putting in the work man and and you know making the content available to everybody right yeah. like how you said you needed to get apple you know what yeah, i mean because yeah. there's that's a big audience right yeah. you know what i mean and that's big man it's it's apple man they're, they're growing non-stop man by the day you know kind of like amazon amazon blew up you know over a trillion dollars last year yeah <laughs> Right? They paid zero in taxes, but <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And and you know, I was looking into that too. Like, how you make that much money and pay zero in taxes, and Loopers. they know about it, and they're not even coming after yeah. you. Oh, it's, <laughs> a, it's it's a system for the rich. We yeah. could talk about that too, but it's a yeah. system for the rich. They know how to exploit it. They got all the right lawyers, all the right accountants, and yeah. they could tax and right off do, on this. And if, and if they do something right, while well, my lawyer was the one that had the job to do it right. You know what I mean? And I mean, if they didn't, if they did it wrong. It's not their fault. It's the yeah. lawyer's fault, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they're all free, right? Yeah. It's uh, kind of like a, what happened with Trump and that that lawyer that he had. I guess. Oh, yeah. For, for the, uh, was the guy that went to prison or whatever. What's his name? So many have gone. But yeah. the guy about the The, the guy the that write-offs. testified in front yeah. of Congress. Yeah, that guy. Michael That's, Cohen. Yeah, Michael Cohen. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That guy looks like a rat, though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how, how, like, you just, like, look at him. Yeah. Like, Dude, how the fuck are you a lawyer? Yeah. How, you probably cheated your way through law school. Right. That's crazy. 
But yeah, man, and and one thing I, I like is that you bring a baseball a lot. Oh yeah, and, you that's know, right. that's I, a big I, part I, of my life. I bring a beer. I bring yeah. up the stuff of my daughter, family, yeah. friends. You know, the stuff I enjoy. So I, yeah. baseball keeps coming up because I keep having baseball players on. You feel? And me? it makes it fun, right? Yeah, like, yeah. To talk about shit that you can relate to, you yeah. know. I'm pretty sure that everybody listening, they're like, damn, yeah, I can relate to that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and baseball is like, um, how they say it? They say it's like a. The thinky man's game. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I and I love that, you know, because I'm I feel like I am a thinky man, you know what I mean? I mean, I like the game of chess too, because chess does a lot of thinking and seeing a couple steps ahead of your opponent, you know. And you know, I don't know anybody knows, or for those who that that don't know, is I did a little time, you know, I made my, my mistake and I paid my time for it. Um. I did a little fair time, and you know, I, I learned a lot, though. You know what I mean? I, I made I made use of that time. You know, I didn't throw it all away. You know what I mean? And a lot of the stuff that I have done now was things that I had planned to do when I was busted. You know what I mean? And you uh, manifested one, yeah. And you know, I, I read a lot of books about manifestation. You know, and I got a lot, I got in touch big time with um you know God and 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 who you know. Um, I believe he is, you know, based off of the things that I've read, you know, and, you know, I prayed a lot. I wouldn't say that I'm a religious person, but I would say that I'm a spiritual person, you know, and that I would say that, um, that, that God's, you know, somebody that I know is there, you know what I mean? And always present, you know, he's right here right now, <laughs> but you know, he's, he's there whenever you need him. And, you know, whenever you need to talk, you know, that's the person or that's the I would say a higher power that I would go to, you know. But um, yeah, man, I'm jumping from subject to subject. It feels that, that's like, the best. That's the best. Like you said, yeah. in payment, like we start here, we go there, yeah. we bring it back. It's just yeah. just go where no, it goes. I was just trying please. to get a feel for how to do this. You know, you're doing great, dude. Like, like I'm, I'm gonna set, I'm gonna set the picture for you guys. Like I'm gonna try to paint it. Like we're right here on the sixth floor on I believe it's Sixth Street too. Sixth huh? Street and yeah, yeah, Mill, yeah, something Mill? like that, something. yeah. And um, you know we're in the the part of the studio where there's uh, there's two monitors, you know there's some equipment, there's a desk, um, and we're working right here on the desk face to face. And we got a couch. We have a big window, and I have the view. Yeah, you have the view. <laughs> it looks nice. And um, and then uh, on the left of us, that so the right of us is the the window and the big view of LA, right? And then on the left of us is the the booth uh, where the mic is and where artists go in there and they record uh, their vocals. And um, I mean, I love this spot. It's roomy, right? It doesn't feel like the, the, too bunch nah, stuff or class nah. claustrophobic. Yeah. There's a lounge out front. That's where you. Yeah. It's a lounge. There's a fridge. Yeah. And uh, you, you took a lot of pictures, so I hope you share them with, yeah, with yeah, your dude, audience. I'm, yeah. I was like, dude, this is legit. Like, this yeah, is real. I, I, you probably didn't expect that, right? No. Nah, yeah. Well, you said like we're gonna have a studio. Or whatever. I was like, yeah. All right, man. And I mean, I'm sorry. How to work? It, this is the great thing about a mobile podcast. It was like 11:30. I think you were calling me. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. I hope he doesn't think I'm canceling or I'm flaking. Nah, I just I got caught up at work. I would have made use of the time if you. <laughs> <laughs> and nah, so I rushed bro. over here. Grab, stop by, grab the three pack Modelo Time Food. Yeah, and, you know, and I was just like, "All right, just be ready." You know, I don't know what I'm honestly not scared or anxious. Just kind of, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. You know, just yeah, yeah. just go with the flow. I tell myself, just do what you do. Yeah. Do what you do. Yeah, and and so, and we hadn't seen each other in a long time. Yeah. You know, but we we. We picked up like if we hadn't seen each other like every day yeah. for a while, you know what I mean. But it was cool because we had a ca we got to catch up and 
and talk about you know the recent podcast that you have done you know yeah thank you and, for listening um, yeah no hey man i got to support you know what i mean and i i like to support people especially that are from you know um the area that i'm from you know what i mean and we grew up together yeah right? we exactly. met a few as well yeah hell yeah and then um you went to crans right yeah too? yeah i went to crans and um yeah, like baseball, man. Baseball was, was was the love of my life back then. You know what I mean? And I let it slip away. Um, I, was, I was telling you earlier, I, I had went to freshman tryouts, and um, that's when Parcel was was right there. That's when Parcel was right there. Friend calling me. That's when Parcel was right there, and uh, he started calling me Night Stalker. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, man, why you want to bless me with that mm-hmm. name, though? Like, nah, let's not do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, no, nah, well, your last name is Ramirez. You remind me of Richard Ramirez. You know, you're you're Robert Ramirez. I was like, man, you can't do that to me. Um, that's my friend right now. He's trying to call me. Um, hold on, uh, I don't want to do that. Can I? Or go no? ahead, go ahead. I'll yeah, talk. Yeah. yeah. So we met. What was it? Fucking. Hey, I'm right. Oh, this is beautiful. Listen, listen. It's a real podcast. This is real, guys. This happens. All right. Well, just this is a nice ass studio, it. though. It's fucking cool. Sixth floor. Right, we went out on the balcony, the fire escape, and just fucking chilled there for a minute. Took in the scenery and just said, "Fuck!" Like, like yeah. you said, the manifest. This is manifesting itself. Yeah. Right? Like you said, I had an idea and it just went. Like you had your idea and it went. Yeah. And I told you, there's ups and downs. Like more, luckily, more ups than downs. But there's been a few downs. You know, the whole Apple yeah. thing. A uh, quick thing I wanted to share with you, you know, not a lot of people know this. Mm. My daughter's name, you know how you're talking about yeah. um, Miracle? My daughter's name is Abigail. Oh, so okay. Everybody says Abigail. Yeah, Abigail. Yeah. You know what? A funny thing, I don't mean to cut you out, but ahead, that's my grandmother's name, and she passed away a long time ago, but she was one of my favorite, you know. Um, damn, that's crazy. Uh, and and just made, brought up a lot of memories right now. That's uh, crazy. Abigail means yeah. my father's delight, you know, like mm. you were saying. So that to me... Once I knew it was gonna be a little girl, I was like, I already knew the name. Like, I was like, this is my delight. This is my everything, you know. So mm. you know, like you shared your story, I was like, damn. When I when you were saying that, I was like, damn. That that's how I felt, you know. As mm. soon as I knew I, I had a little girl on the way, I was like, my happiness, my joy, yeah. my everything, my delight. So I was yeah, like, yeah. I, I told people like people would ask me like, what are you gonna name her? I said Abigail, and they're like, mm. well, that's weird. And I'm like, because they would say Abigail, that sounds weird. Like my last name is Aguilar, right? Mm. So they'd be like. Abigail Aguilar like that sounds weird and I'm like well that's not her name it's Abigail Aguilar yeah. like you're saying it wrong you yeah, know yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's I'm why it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why it sounds weird yeah like make that tongue grow a little bit yeah. <laughs> but anyway but yeah. yeah no but that's dope I mean like damn your, your, your daughter has the same name as my grandmother and you know I, I'm a big believer in you know uh, like coincidences happen for a reason you know what I mean and I think that's Shows you that you're at where you're supposed to be at in life. You know what I mean? You're doing what you're supposed to be doing in life. You know what I mean? If you want me to share another one, just... Yeah, share um, it all, man. With listeners, right? I'm, I'm getting yeah. a lot of feedback. It's beautiful. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, somebody mentioned, like, what what signs are you seeing right now? Like, with everything, you know, you're talking about growth as a person, growth or whatever. Like, what do you see right now? And a few people, different people have told me this, but one person in particular is like, look at the signs, whatever. The signs are there. Yeah. If you're not paying attention to them. And I was like, just thinking about it, right? And yeah. I was like, I know what you're talking about. And I was like, trip out. Like, I always see one, two, three, four. Like, always, always, no matter what it is, name on, uh, number on the building. I looked down at the time. Like you said, coincidences, yeah. right? And she was just like, dude, that's not a coincidence. Like, look into that. Like, just think yeah. whatever at that moment, whatever's happening. 
Yeah, Keep that in mind. Like, think, yeah. what are you thinking at that time? And I'm like trying to think, right? But it's like it's all happening so fast. That I'm like, I can't think that far back. Yeah. And so then I go to 7-Eleven last week, right? Like, I don't remember what day. Maybe, maybe Wednesday night, right? I'm like stocking up a couple of tall cans for Fourth of July. And I never get carded anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I look young, I don't look that young anymore. Yeah. And it was a um, a cashier I'm not familiar with, right? So she goes, "Oh, is that it for today? Whatever." And I was like, "Yeah." And then she goes, can I see some ID? And I was like, "Fuck, like whatever." Here you go. You know, I have it on me, right? Yeah. And she goes, "Oh crap, you're on the seven two. She goes, "You're six months after me. I'm in March." And she oh, goes, damn. "She goes, you're. I bet you get real lucky. Like you play those sevens. Like you, you. I bet you win a lot of money when you gamble." And I was thinking, like in my person, in the poker holic shit. Yeah. My favorite hand was queen seven. Yeah. Seven was always like my number. Like people would give me that number. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I'm baseball. Like I'm number yeah. ten. Yeah, yeah. And then. So I just I've been tripping out lately, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. honestly, think I, I drive a lot. So I was like, dude, this is crazy because I've always been number ten by choice. Yeah, yeah. But people always give me number seven. Yeah. And so I was just kind of thinking, like, this is a little weird, you know? Like yeah. the coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence, but I don't. I think this is ha- like you said. This is happening for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So a trip out two nights ago, Tuesday night. Mm. I, I was gonna grab. I had food at home. Yeah. But I was just like, you know what? We're talking about internet at work. How like if we ever go on a diet, that would be our cheat meal. We're not even on a diet. We're not even on a diet. Yeah, we're we're about about <laughs> that, that's my cheat meal. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. That long ass day. Like I'm pretty burned out. I don't want to get home and cook. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop by internet, right? So it's just mm-hmm. a dumb story. I know this yeah. is gonna, people are gonna be disappointed. Nah, I like it. By I like the end it. of this story, but yeah. I get to internet right, and there's cashier in front of me, the guy in front of me, and then she's like, oh whatever, whatever. Like here's your number, and I could hear it right, she's right in front of me. She goes, you'll be number forty six. And I could put, I'm like, okay. I'm like, hi. She goes, I apologize. I don't want to be rude, but I'm closing out my drawer. I got it off in five minutes. I'm like, oh, no worries. She goes, so-and-so will be right with you. So whatever. I order my food. Yeah. Whatever. And she's like, here you go. You're number seven. And honestly, I was just <laughs> stuck. Like, what <laughs> the fuck? Like, this is for real? And I mean, people just say, that's a dumbass coincidence. And I'm like, uh, but why? what the fuck is going on? So I messaged that person. Yeah. I'm like, yo, dude, like, check this out. This is happening. It's like, not, yeah. it's always been happening. Mm-hmm. You're just paying attention to it now. So you know what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. So now I'm like on my toes because for yeah. the listeners, you know, they 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 like to share their stories with yeah. me, and I actually hear their stories. Yeah, yeah. So oh, like, you got to share yours. So too, that, that's why you know, like when they hear this, they'll be like, a few people have told me, like you know, I'm always talking about we we we're so stuck like on life that we don't see what's happening in front of us. Yeah, you miss the signs. Yeah. yeah, and so people have told me like, dude, you're I like. I, even though I've never seen you in person, even though I've never talked to you in mm. person, I get your aura through the air. Yeah, I get yeah. your fucking energy. Your spirit through the sound. Like, you, you were talking yeah. about that before we started recording. Yeah. And so it was just, you know, when you were talking, I was like, dude, I don't even want to say this story. Because yeah. they're going to be out. The other people, like yeah. all the rest of them are going to be like, this is a dumbass story. Let me skip this. Yeah. But those people, select few that have been like on that vibe, yeah. they're going to be like, dude. This this cause I haven't even messaged them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Only one of them, the one that's really really on it. Yeah, but I'm just like, like you said, the signs are there. Yeah, yeah. I just, you, you just I've been paying pay attention, attention to them. Yeah. yeah, like when you said the one one one, that's I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like what the you, fuck? Dude? Yeah, that's not a coincidence that we both looked at our phone. Yeah. Like, what time are we recording? We yeah. didn't plan it. We yeah. just, it just happens. <laughs> it just happens. Yeah, go back to talking. But that's the beauty. Here, that's like, the beauty out. of life, man. When you start to see the signs, you know. Because God puts him there, you know, and and he he's there, you know what I mean. And if if you're not there to 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 sit and appreciate it, you know what I mean, 
because it, like you say, it gets you thinking, right? Like, what the heck? Like, you know how she even said, like, what are you thinking at that time? Yeah, like, yeah. Are you are you paying attention to what you're thinking? Because I was. There's a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but now but I am. But now there's am. a lot of people that they get their best ideas like that when they notice things that that they feel are a sign, you know, and and sometimes they run with them and they, things come about, you know, things come to fruition, you know, because they paid attention to the sign that they got, you know what I mean, and. That's something I I I learned when I was um, busted, and I, I read like a couple books. Like, what um, did you read? What, did, what was it? I mean, I, I read, not a specific I read subject, but what kind of, of did you get like into? Philosophy, self help right. books. Um, I read a lot about the Toltecs. I don't know if you know about the Toltecs from um, Tio. I don't even know how Tio Tichican. Yes, yes, and their their um, area where was. Um, it says uh, it's uh, was known as um, where man becomes God, you know, and and they were very, um, they were. He says they're like uh, his name is Don Miguel Ruiz, but he was he's a doctor and he was um, he was like from part of the Eagle Knight lineage, um, and their wisdom was passed down from generation to generation, and they kept it secret. I don't know if you ever heard of the Four Agreements. I want to say I'm familiar yeah. with them, but I, if you were to ask me, no, what well, were, I, no, I don't but know the the book that was his best selling book, and he came out on Oprah and all that, and that was actually the first book that I read that actually turned me on to reading. Uh, I was given that book, and I actually traded books with somebody. I traded, I was reading, um, uh, I was probably like 19. I was reading, um, uh, what is it called? It was uh, mindful learn. It was written by a Harvard professor, and it was about mindful learning. It was um, based. It was based on they did like some studies, saying that you know the kids that that they sat down and they just talked education with, like try to teach them. They didn't do as well as the people that they they did hands on education with. So that was the whole thing of mindful learning was to to learn. Hands on, you know, it, it's it, kids or, or people don't pick up good when it's just like Verbal. me talking to yeah. you. Yeah. And um, I had got into that book and then they the by person, doing. yeah, the person that um, gave me the four agreements is like, oh, well, how about you read this book? How about we trade books? So she gave me that one and that one turned me on to four agreements. And then I read from there, The Voice of Knowledge and The Mastery of Love. And those were the three books that that guy had written, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. And it's very interesting on how they believe and what they believe, especially about the the Adam and Eve story. Um, it gives you a different perspective on the Adam and Eve story. Like it, it, it says, look 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 at it as symbolism, not as um, oh yeah, yeah the actual you know the, per, the man and yeah woman, the yeah. woman is and the 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 perspective he gave on it and what it meant and how. It was. It's. It's perceived through their eyes. Is very interesting, and I don't like to to talk or try to explain it because the way he explains it is perfect for me, and I can explain it like him, you know. But that's what got me reading books. So I I read those ones. Um, when I was when I was busted, I I read a lot about the Bible. Um, and there's a lot of good in it. I took a lot of that, but there's also things I felt like were con- kind of contradicting. That I really threw away and didn't use, but my favorite in the Bible is the Ecclesiastes. Um, it's from the Old Testament, 
And um, that led me to a book called um, The the Shack. They actually made a movie about that one. And then um, also Conversations with God. And those books were something that that are very um, cri- highly criticized by religious people because it's not on the normal the normal um, perception of what God is and how he operates, I guess, through religious eyes. And, um, like, I guess you could say it's kind of controversial, but it made a lot of sense to me, you know, and I, I took some of it and ran with it, you know what I mean? And, yeah, man, I, I so And then also I read um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I read um, that. Yeah, that's a very good book. That I got that book in my truck. Right now I'm reading, uh, I started on Emotional Intelligence. Then um, I actually got a book on me that I was going to give to you, actually, as a gift. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, as a man thinketh. Yeah, and, there's uh, a pen right there. Now, before we... Out, out from out from the Heart um, by James Allen. He's a best-selling author. I appreciate that. Um, he does have a book right there yes, in front of me. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. But before we leave, you're going to not just autograph it. I remember you had a good-ass sign, Robert Ramirez. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember, I remember it like we were... Hey, you know, I, I actually... I, uh, actually, on one of my licenses, I'm going to show it to you right now. It's funny. Uh, you're going to see my signatures on there. <laughs> I remember yeah, that. Dude, we were like in fucking fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, and this guy had like a professional... Like, okay, so this is the, the one that already expired, right? Look at what that one says. The signature. Oh, what the... That's not your signature. <laughs> okay, but look at... Look at oh, 24. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one has a 24 on it. Yeah. And then this is the, the newer one that I, that I came up with, but yeah. It doesn't do, yeah, there we go. It yeah. doesn't do it... Yeah, yeah, because you know you got to write like in yeah. fucking hair and shit with yeah. a little stupid pen. But <laughs> he, he has the number 24 in his fucking... <laughs> signature. In, yeah, in his signature. Everybody trips out on that, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, oh, well, before we yeah. leave, you're going to do a little like... I don't know what, what do you say like a little message on the book and just oh, like, okay. you feel me yeah, 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 have yeah. That, I have a little like a yearbook kind of yeah like, kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just you know cause yeah. dude I, I, I'm big on you. giving books like yeah I, no, you know who who um, uh, actually turned me on to a book uh, the 10x rule was Mo from uh, Crash Your Kings, Kings? Yeah. yeah he actually I told him man what, what, what book should I get and he's like get the 10x rule uh, Grant Cardone yeah, I was like, all right, yeah, I checked it out. I, I got it. You know, I got into it a little bit. Um, there's b- a lot of books that 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 suck me in, and there's like some that I, you know, I read here and there. You know, chapter by yeah, chapter, chapter, yeah, yeah. You struggle with, yeah, not struggle, not with, struggle but you, with, but you like, take your time. And you're yeah, like, uh, I know. Yeah, I know. it's like you have to have a good feel for the book. Yeah, and there's you know some I mean? you just get through like fucking two yeah, days, one day overnight. I was reading some books when I was busted in one day. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I've done that. And then, like I, I would always like to read um like um like uh you know books about philosophies or you know like kind of like psychology I guess you would say or. That's you know, just like on. self-help, like what people believe in and, you know, or why how they, they live, yeah. you know, or why they live like that, you know, things like that. I, I've read a one, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. I don't know if you ever heard that one. That's a very I mean, popular book. That one was about a a doctor who was uh, in a concentration camp. Oh, fuck. And, but he evaluated the people that were there. And, you know, the ones that were were dying were the ones that, that didn't believe that they had any future. Any hope. Any hope, yeah. The ones that lost hope, you know. And uh, he always kept his hope, and, you know, he ended up surviving and writing that book, you know what I mean? And 
that was what the book was about is man search for me like he was trying to search for something that was that was going to get him through what he was going through you know and that was a hard time man being concentration camp yeah, you know I, what I mean I, but I don't was, think there's many things worse than that. And I don't want to think worse yeah, than that. Yeah, I mean, you get me? sure, I can't even imagine what he went through or, or what he saw. He, he saw, heard. yeah. yeah. They were know. literally human it, experiments. I bet you a lot of the, you know, a normal guy will break your spirit, you know yeah. what I mean? And it'll make you want to die probably, you know what I mean? And that's probably why a lot of people did, you know? Because of the, the shit they went through, man. That's traumatizing, you know what I mean? And especially even to survive and live through it, I bet you they were having, like, post-traumatic stress, you know? Yeah. And at the time, that wasn't diagnosed. Like, people yeah, they didn't the people believe didn't in know that. About yeah, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, it's like, even now, like, uh, depression is a big thing, you know? And, and even me, myself, like, uh, I'll get into that, too, right now, is, is um, you know, when, when, okay, so I started Nonstop Posters, right? Nonstop Posters is my brand. It's uh, what I'm trying to, uh, my idea that I'm trying to bring out into the world um, to inspire people, though, too, you know, to, to hustle nonstop for your families, uh, whatever you, it is that you do. You know, as long as you get up every day and you try to better yourself and and strive for something for your family, you know what I mean, and, and provide for them, you know. If you're providing for your family, that's all your family needs. That's all you need is to... To make you feel good about yourself. Uh, I mean, that's how I am. You know that what I mean? Fulfillment. Yeah, fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. And um, bring happiness to people, you know? And, um, you know, I think that's nonstop hustlers. What I want it to be about is, is just, you know, positivity, you know? And um, just to inspire people to, to, to keep pushing forward, you know? Because there's a lot of people with depression that, you know... It affects you, you know, and, and, you know, life is not easy, you know, or especially when you try to do something like what we're trying to do, it's hard, you know. I mean, there's a lot of bumps in the road, and you, I'm pretty sure you have, you've had your doubts, and I've had my doubts too, you know, and and I've had bumps in the road where, you know, I went to go trademark my name, and it ended up, like, getting opposed, you know, and, like, me, I never been in that situation. I don't know what to do. You know what I mean. So, what, what would you do? You know. So I start calling lawyers, and they tell me, you know, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get it. Like, just give it up. You know what I mean. But I go back to that quote. You know, no army or government can stop an idea whose time has come. No, I gotta keep pushing. You know. And I was getting down on myself. Like, fuck. Like, I already have invested this. You know, I already have this and this and. I had got my domain, the the, and you, I don't know if you know, but websites are hard to get now because everybody gets everybody, them. Everybody buys and them. You have to buy them off from a broker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, yeah, it's intellectual property. So like yeah, so but I had got everything. I had got the social medias, the Twitter account, the the Instagram account, and I already had put a lot of work. I went to the to, to um, I forgot what it's called, but uh. I went to go like where you get your birth certificate. Uh, what Not is it a called? clerk's. Uh, it, I know what you're talking about. It's over there in Santa Fe Springs. Yeah, it's like. But uh, I went and got my fictitious name, and I had to get you know ads in the the. I had to get it published in ads um, in the newspaper to make it legit, shit like that. And um, I had to went open up a, a business bank account. I had got my seller's permit. You know, I got, I was doing it, you know what I mean? Taking care of business. Yeah, and then it's trying to set a foundation, you know? But when it came to that trademark, I was like, oh, shit, you know? Like, damn. 
because the people that I went up against, they had money, you know what I mean? And, like, when you get involved in a legal battle, you know, money money takes you far, you know what I mean? And, yeah, I didn't have that. I didn't have what they had. That's for damn sure, you know what I mean? But through the grace of God, you know, and through my willingness to not quit or give up, you know, I seen it through and I got my trademark, you know what I mean? That's so. And, yeah, it was a big accomplishment, you know, and a lot of stress, you know, was relieved from that, you know what I mean? Because I've already invested so much time, so much money, and I, like I was saying, like I'm telling you, everybody was telling me it was impossible, you know. But I made it possible, and, you know, thank you, God, for that. Because I don't think w- without him, it would have been possible, you know what I mean? Because that shit, I, it really took a toll on me. Like I, like, I put everything on hold, you know. I stopped doing things. Um, like, I already had, I already, when, when I first started, I started with the music, you know what I mean? And I... I first first time I was in the studio, this studio setup, um, the the guy that you met, Ko, shout out Ko, um, he's the owner of the studio, and uh, before it was him and some other guy Mike, and they had us, they had uh, this spot in North Hollywood at 17 Hertz. Now 17 Hertz is a legendary studio. If you don't know 17 Hertz, like if you're in the music video, you know 17 Hertz, you haven't been in the game. You know what I mean? Michael Jackson had recorded there. Uh, I believe Led Zeppelin, um, uh, Marilyn, uh, not Marilyn, uh, Kiss, 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 Kiss had had have been there. Uh, they even do that that Love and Hip Hop show right there. Oh, uh, sure. VH1. Uh, yeah. Ray J has been there. Chris Brown's been there. You know, a lot of people like the the legacy and the history behind that. You know, that studio and they had they had all this equipment in a very small spot like this it was very small like it was probably like from that couch like just all that side you know what i mean like and then just straight down all the way straight down to the back wall but it's just like one narrow you know space and um you can breathe here yeah yeah you could breathe you could walk around here you could you know but over there it was cool because their lounge was like they had a pool table in it you know they had a bar like, uh, they didn't have drinks at the bar, but, you know, they had the cups. Like, it had a bar set up, you know? And then, um, they, they, right across from that, they had Studio A, which was big million-dollar studio, you know, mm-hmm. where everybody had recorded, all the legendary artists had recorded. And I actually, you seen the game video, right? Yeah, that we yeah. shot? Well, that was shot right there in Studio A in 17 Hertz. Shit. Yeah, and um, everybody was liking us right there. Everybody was feeling our vibe and what we were trying to do, and it was cool, man. And um, and my first track was with um, I had I, st- I had stepped into the studio, and it, it's a long story, man. But uh, yeah, I, my we girl, got time. yeah, no, we don't actually, but I mean, yeah, we, we, we no, can, we can mean, get into that. I have so much stuff like that I could talk about, man, but um. And my girl, right? She she we were, she was on Instagram and we we're laying next to each other one day, and uh, she had her friend Brian Gallardo, shout out Brian, um, and he's the one that that like helped me and put me in the direction like how to operate doing the music, you know. And um, he she had I already was a fan of Caskey from Cash Money, and um, he. He was, 
I guess at his house. He he ended up telling me he was at his house. And uh, he was recording them, and, you know, they were just vibing out. And this is in Orlando, Florida, by the way. And I was like, oh, he knows him? You know him? Like, I, I told my girlfriend, you know you know uh, this guy, and he's kicking with Katsky. Hit him up. Tell him I want to get in the studio. I've been wanting to do music, you know? She hits him up. Uh, me and him link up. Uh, I go on Craigslist looking for studios. I don't fucking know yeah, how to yeah, do yeah. for a studio. You know that's what where I, mean? I look too, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I was, I was like, like what that's the what fuck? I was like, too. how the fuck I get into this? And uh, I look for a studio, and I seen this studio, and it was called Cook Up Records. And um, it ended up. Door just opened. Yeah. I don't believe in ghosts, but that's a ghost. <laughs> and, uh, nah, ghost. I think the, I think the, I think the, the homies just oh, showed right. up. They said they were going to come right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're right there. Okay. Yeah, don't don't get scared. No, no, <laughs> no I've, I've had a few run-ins with ghosts. It's feeding nah, me. Nah, but yeah, so it was Cook Up Records before, right? And um, end up where, um, yeah, I, I I invited them down. I had got studio time. I invited them down, and um, we're 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 right there. And he introduces me to this guy Moto, uh, which his name was Dylan, and. Um, yeah, cool, real cool guy down to earth. Like, not too sociable, you know, but uh, more to himself. But, like, kind of, like, sheltered in a way. But um, this guy, he amazed me with the, the lyrics that he had wrote. Like, I had, I was playing different beats. I was playing deep, uh, beats from uh, Raw Heats. He's from, um, I believe, from London. I had found his beats on the Internet, and I really liked them. So I purchased, I think it was three or four of them. I bought the exclusive rights for them, and... What that means is uh, I have f- full ownership of of those um, those instrumentals. Yeah, yeah, those instrumentals, and I like the instrumental you have in the beginning too. Yeah, 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 yeah I got it on YouTube. Dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's dope. So yeah, so um, so I I I I, I at the, it's funny because the engineer that that uh, Mike had put me with, who was owner of the studio at the time, was the guy. His name was Dylan too. So I had a I had an engineer, his name was Dylan, and I had an engineer, I mean, and I had an artist, his name was Dylan, but he went by Moto. But I said, oh, the, Dillion, the, the Dylans together are going to make millions together, yeah, you know nice, what I mean? Nice, yeah. <laughs> Just pumping them up, you know yeah. what I mean, and, and trying to inspire them. And, um, yeah, so we, I told him to throw on one of the beats, and it was the, the game beat for the song that we yeah. had. And man, he he wrote these lyrics down. He got in the booth and he laid it down first time, you know. And it sounded good. And I, I even told him too, like, "Hey, man, everything you said, I would if I was an artist, I would like to say that." You know what I mean? Like that's just dope. I was like, "You could write another one." And he's like, "Yeah, I'll write another one." And he wrote another one. And he even threw uh, nonstop posters in there, you know. And um, he he, uh, he he I was I never really had been in the studio. But um, I, I I know what I like, you know, in, in music and what I like it to sound like and uh, what I go for, you know, and what other people go for, too, like more commercial, you know. But uh, his really resonated with me and his message resonated with me, but I thought it could resonate with a lot of people, too. So I really liked it. And I and I told that guy, Brian, who introduced me to him, I told him, hey, um. Uh, what do you think about me getting Kasky on this? Because it sounded like uh, a sound that Kasky would go for, you know? And he's like, nah, I don't think he'll go for it, man. I don't think he'll go for it. I was like, all right, well, fuck it, you know? Like, ah, whatever then. 
Well, it ended up coming that uh, we we left the studio that night, and, and I told him, "Well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna see if the if the opportunity comes up where I could ask him and you know shoot him the song, and if he likes it, he wants to get on it, we could do it." He's like, "Nah, I don't think he'll do it." But we left it at that, so I said, "All right, fuck it," you know. But uh, it ended up coming up. Uh, it was I remember is 2017 on on Valentine's Day. Uh, Caskey's on Instagram He says Hey I'm doing features today Low price You know I said Alright Well I hit him up Well what's up You know And he's like uh, It was his manager His manager responded And she's like Yeah send us the, the song So I sent him the song And they really liked it They were digging it And they're like Yeah hey You know Your artist Tell him he did a good job You know that It's a dope song Like send the money Through Walmart Um and I've never had sent money through Walmart. I was like, what the fuck? The like, fuck? what do you mean Walmart? send money through Walmart? <laughs> yeah. Through the toys department? Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and yeah, but he's like, yeah, go through Walmart and, and send a cash and uh, put it under Brandon Caskey. So I was kind of iffy about like, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. the fuck, like, trying to play me or what, you know? Fucking send the money. Yeah. So I ended up, um, I ended up going, going ahead and, and, Saying the money, and I said, hey, you know, tell Caskey to give me a call. And sure enough, five minutes later, boom, he gave me a call, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is a guy that I really like his music, you know what I mean? And he's now on the phone with me, you know what I mean? Shit just got real, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's like, hey, you know, where you where you from? I said, you know, I'm, all, I'm from out here in L.A., you know, San Gabriel Valley, you know? And he's like, what's your name? I said, Robert. He's like, oh, yeah, that's my middle name. And I was like, hey, man, you know, I'm a big fan. You know, I, I really like the music you do. And, and from your Black Sheep 2 uh, mixtape, fucking big fan of it. I love the fucking thing from the first track to the last track, you know. And, um, yeah, so he he um, he went ahead and he's like, all right, well, I'm going to get this back to you uh, first thing in the morning. That yeah, fast. yeah, and I was like, he's like, he's like, I was wondering why... You guys were able to send the money like so late because over here is already 12 o'clock. I was like, now nah, over here is like 9 o'clock, really. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, all right. He's like, yeah, you guys are West Coast. And then he's like, um, he's like, yeah, but I'll have it to you first thing in the morning. I said, all right, cool. I shit you not, man. I wake up at, at, at I believe it was 3.30 in the morning. And I look at my, my, like something just told me to wake up. You know what I mean? And I look at my email and boom, it's there. You know? Damn. And I listened to that shit, and I was like, damn, you know. And one thing that, that I really like about it is that he got personal with it, and um, he says a, a part in there where he's like, um, my daddy always told me that we would go places, you know. And that's why I knew, like, he took the song personal because his dad had passed away a long time ago, you know what I mean? And for him to throw that in there, that means a lot to me because, you know, he, he, he tied his father to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he mentioned, you know. That and um, yeah, man. And after I had, I had after I had got off the phone with him, then uh, I hit up King Lil G, and he reached back and he said, "Yeah, let's do. Let, I'll I'll do a feature with you, you know." And then we end up linking up, and then I end up linking with him the next weekend on another track that we had done the weekend after we already had got the track, the Caskey track. Is that you? Yeah, we we just. We just got two guests right here. The owner of the studio. Say what's my, up, guys? My, 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 my partner, oh, Jesse, right here. 
And this food is like blowing me up right now. We just got back from the bar. Yeah. That's what's up? <laughs> Where do you guys go? <laughs> Sam's? Holiday down the street. That's what's Holiday bar. The first time we've been there, it's the closest bar. Kraken? Yeah. Well, what happened with Lonely? Was, ooh, he's downstairs waiting. Why? Call him up? Yeah, but, man, yeah, it, it just started happening so quick, you know? I, I couldn't, like, I was tripping on how fast everything st- just started going, you know? Because then I, I ended up linking up with, with King Lil G. And, um... We went to actually his studio. He he had just done a performance, I guess, in Arizona. And, um, yeah, he told me, yeah, come down to the studio. And um, I went down there. He charged me a feature price, too, as well. But um, I was able to show him that Caskey track, and he liked it. And after that, he told me, hey, yeah, let, throw on the, the beat that you want me to get on. And we threw the beat on, and he just started writing, you know, right there chilling, just drinking some Coronas and just vibing, vibing out, you know. Yeah. And it's cool, like, it's a dope vibe, you know, and it's cool. Um, but, yeah, he went in the booth, he laid down his lyrics. And it was cool to be on the other side of, you know, getting a feature from someone that actually doing it in front of you, you know, and seeing how they work and how they operate and how they interact, you know. Because with Kasky, he was over there recording in Orlando. You know, that's where he's from. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was crazy. And then just by getting and working with those two artists, Open up a whole shitload of doors. Like, you know, after that, people started knowing that, you know, we're serious about what You're we're for doing. Real. Yeah. yeah. You're not fucking And that, that, and what one of the producers had told me is like, yeah, you know, you can't, you know, your music is good. And the way you, the, the reason why you know your music is good is because these guys are not turning you down. And there's a lot of people that they do turn down for thousands of dollars for a feature. And they don't do it because music is whack, and they don't want to be on a whack track. You know what I mean? They don't want to present themselves with people that are not good. You know what I mean? They want to only do what's good or what's the best, you know? And it's their careers on the line, you know what I mean, at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, their careers uh, um, at the end of the day is on the line, you know, and who they associate with as well. You know what I mean? And I guess the brand too attracted just by the name alone. Uh, the the brand attracted a lot of attention too because, like nowadays, everybody wants to be a hustler, right? I mean, <laughs> everybody wants to make money and 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 um. Yeah, Richard, I la- Yeah, be labeled, you know, a, a hustler and someone that's always out, you know, to get more, you know, and better themselves as well. But yeah, man, the the journey is crazy, man. It's it's a lot more than what I'm saying, you know. Like I'm trying to explain it the best I could, but like I said, I am kind of tired. You know, I'm kind of drinking a little bit. You know what I mean? But it's beautiful, man, to to see how an idea can start an interaction with people that you've never known before, or even people that you've looked up to before. You know, um, because Definitely Caskey and King Lil G were artists that I listened to the music and I was a fan prior to working with them, you know, and getting verses from them. That's big. Yeah, it is. It is. And it meant a lot to me. But you know what? Like something you said, like you can't get too excited, you know. But that's a mistake that I made that I learned later on is that I got a lot. Like I was excited, like doing what I was doing because 
I had never done anything like that before, you know, and connected with people that were further along than I was that was doing things that I wanted to do, you know what I mean? And it was the interactions I got with them were very positive and very, um, like, I guess, motivating, you know what I mean, to, to continue doing what I'm doing because it, there were the people I looked up to and now they're talking to me like, hey, you know, what's your next move or, you know, can we work more or do this and that and, you know, it's, it's crazy how, how, how it all turned out, you know, but I ended up like, when I reflect on it, I feel like I was doing too much too soon, you know, and I had to put, put the shit on pause and realize exactly what the fuck I was doing and how I was doing it. And, you know, make sure that my foundation was solid. So, like, with the opposition with the trademark, like, so that wouldn't happen again, you know? Because Career basis. Yeah, exactly. And it sucked that, you know, I have to learn through experience because nobody's teaching me this yeah, shit. You there's know there's I mean? no guidebook. Yeah, there's no fucking which way to do it, you know? And everybody does it different, you know? And I could be doing it a way that, that hasn't been done before, you know, or I don't know, like, I'm just doing it, though, you know what I mean? You're not being trying to figure it out, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And, like, I'm pretty sure the the way you're the doing it, downs, you know, yeah. you're trying to figure it out. Like, we've never done this shit before. The path to success is in a straight line. You yeah, know? Like and then the, the best teacher is experience, you know, and learning hands-on, like we were talking about earlier, mindful learning, you know. But, yeah, man, it, it's it's tough to... To come from nothing too, you know what I mean, and and try to start without having somebody to mentor you through it, you know, because I'm pretty sure if Joe Rogan mentored you through what you're doing, you'd probably be farther along, yeah. right? <laughs> well, we don't have that, you know what I mean. So we gotta start from scratch and figure it out. Make and mistakes and learn that make way. Make mistakes, yeah, and like the whole thing is not quitting, not giving up because once you do that, then all your it's work over. went to shit. Yeah. And it was, why'd you even start in the first place, you know? And that's why I don't want to, at the end of the day, regret and be like, damn, what if I would just kept on going? You know A little I mean? further. Yeah. yeah. What if I would just kept on pushing the envelope, you know what I mean? Or kept on pushing forward or trying to make something, you know? And like, that's what, what it is, is not giving up, you know? Just striving, striving, and keep on knocking on the door until the motherfucker opens. You know? Or knock hey. it down. Knock or knock it down, yeah. Down. Or pick the lock, like Tupac yeah. said. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man, shit. But, uh, yeah, so how about baseball, man? Uh, well, what's up with that fantasy baseball that you guys are doing, though? You guys are still doing it? Yeah. yeah. We, we, we have a... It's, Everybody skip ahead like four minutes because we always talk about this shit and people say, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. It's dumb, but it's a way to keep connected. You know, like we all got older. Everybody has a family, mm-hmm. or everybody has fucking two jobs. You know, it's hard to keep in touch with all the homies. So yeah. fancy baseball, you get stats, you get points for the stats that the players yeah. do. It's like analytics kind of. Yeah, know? yeah. So then you get the homies together and you have a draft, and you're mm-hmm. like, "I want." You know, if you, obviously, if you take Trout, you're not picking for, like, fucking... Because you had the first pick. You're not yeah. picking until pick 36 or whatever. And so we're in a deep-ass league. We've been going oh, for, yeah. like, 10 years deep. And so there's the 16 of us. pretty fucking... It takes, like, four or five hours <laughs> yeah, just to draft alone. <laughs> and we have a belt, like a wrestling belt. Yeah. Like, this shit is for reals. 
Uh, there's obviously the best part is the bragging rights, you know. Like, yeah, you heard me talking shit yeah, to Ozzy. Like, yeah. that's just a regular season game, and it's just it's a good way to stay connected. You know, uh, it sucks with some people. You know, they got families that they're like, dude, my kids are getting older. Yeah, I'm doing travel. Like, I gotta quit. Like, f- like I said on that episode, for the respect out of the league, instead of just ghosting you fools, like I'm yeah. gonna quit and let you guys replace me with somebody that will yeah. pay attention. And, you know, there's been a few people, my younger brother's like, bro, like, this is taking up too much time. I got two jobs. Yeah. Like, I got to, this is probably my last season. Like, he just told me that this yeah. week. And I'm like, dude, like, you were like, he's 22. And he's been in the league since he was like 13. Like, yeah. 11, 12, 13. And I'm like, well, you can't quit. Yeah, one time I, I did fantasy football, I think it was. We yeah. have one too. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I was like, man, this shit ain't for me. I was just like, fuck that. I'd rather just fucking do a parlay and fucking get yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple games, you know what I mean? And you could do both. See, that's yeah, the best. Nah, but it takes up a lot of time it too. Does. It is, it it is does. pretty it time consuming, you know? And. I mean, that's what I got from hearing you guys talk about it. It's like, damn, I'm glad I didn't get sucked. Oh, no, man. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful rabbit hole to go into just because, uh-huh. I mean, it's great. We do it. When, I mean, the draft is every March, right? This year we did an online draft, so I, I don't like those because everybody's at the computer at the crib. Yeah. I like we – last year we went to Roy's In house. person, yeah. In person, fucking – Like Hooters or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to do that at my uh, other football league. We used to rent out the Dave & Buster's, like, conference room uh-huh. where they have meetings. It would just get fucked up. And yeah. this was before Uber, so we were paying for taxis, like 100 bucks from Alhambra, or what yeah. is that? Arcadia to Monte. Yeah. But it was just like, it's fun, you know? It's only one time a year, so you go big, you go, you get the fucking, the big old draft board. I'm sure you've seen it in movies. Yeah. Like, that's how it is. It's just, it's it's bullshit. I tell you, it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Izzy, Izzy's going to talk shit, because I always, I'm like, dude, it's not a priority to me anymore, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I, I, it's, I, I like doing it, because I keep in touch with the homies, you know? It's like a group chat in there. Yeah. But I'm like... It's fun though too. It's fun, huh? yeah. It's a good way to like talk shit to yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it it takes you away from your, your daily activities. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? a nice like, escape. I yeah. always call it an escape. Uh, like yeah. it's just you get a get away for a little bit, you know, yeah. fifteen minutes just back, I look at back the group with chat. the homies. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's nothing like, you know, going getting back with the boys, you know, and just fucking bullshitting, you know, talking that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how good your Spanish is. Yeah. And I don't really do emojis, but I send these. It's a 16 team league. Uh-huh. So I send 15 bananas, right? And they're like, what the fuck? Why are you sending bananas? Uh-huh. And I'm like, porque todos me la pelan. Mm. And I do that. Like, uh-huh. that, that was original. And yeah. they, they were all like, even I like, do, dude, dude, that was fucking good. Yeah. Like, you got us good. You got us good. Yeah. Like, I, know, I know. I planned that. Like, yeah, I don't know much Spanish, but I know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, baseball, dude. I remember you. You were good because we do that fucking what is it like softball? Yeah. It's not really softball because you're playing with like a teacher and a bunch of fucking yeah. girls. But oh, but at school when yeah, you would school, go play yeah. like, or even kickball too. Yeah, right? that's yeah. True. I mean, I remember you like, dude. We yeah. I don't remember what grade we met, but I know um, like you know because I just did Fabian's right. Yeah. We're talking like everybody else. Yeah, like I, we I, met in Kranz, and I'm like, oh, I met Fabian. Yeah. Oh, Joel. Well, I'm like, oh shit, Robert, Robert yeah. Ramirez. Yeah, so I was like, oh shit, he's next week. Like yeah. that's dope. Like yeah, Armani Eastern. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, my love for baseball, it it, it was always um, on our block, you know. I was always playing with the older guys on the block, and we would always play, like, over the line, or we would play regular baseball, like, in, in the, the front street. of the house is like a diamond. I don't know if well, yeah, you've been yeah, there. Yeah, I know where you live, yeah. It's kind of like a diamond, so we would put first, second, third, and then the, we were at the corner, so the the house right in front of us was left field, right across from us on the opposite um, corner was uh, center field, and then 
Uh, Jonah, I don't even remember Jonah. Jonah Hernandez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was his house in Wrightfield. You know, and um, we would be like, car, you know, come yeah, through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we would play over the line. We would play home run derby. We would play. Uh, home run derby was um, over the, the wires. Okay. Over, o- over the first the wire. wires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> over the first set of wires. That was a regular home run. That was one point. Over the, the top, top wires. That was a grand slam. That was four points. And we played that, dog, and for years, you know. And so... Our hand-eye coordination yes. was on point, you know what I mean? And uh, I always said, and I even um, to this day, you know, anybody that plays baseball, you know, see the ball, hit the ball, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what I live by, you know? And me and Ernie, we used to, it's funny, uh, we, I think we were in the Mariners, we are in the Majors, and uh, I think Ernie, uh, little Ernie. Uh, um, Ernie Solis. Yeah, because er, yeah. er, er, my homie Ernie, Ernie Rodriguez, Rodriguez. Yeah, 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 Ernie Rodriguez. My homie Ernie Salinas. Yeah, well, both are homies. Yeah, man. yeah, no, homies. but we were both, we were all on the same team, and uh, uh, Ernie Rodriguez would call Ernie Salinas uh, fake Ernie, fake Ernie, <laughs> <laughs> or we would call him Ruben, yeah. <laughs> and um, it was funny because we would all, me and Ernie would always, we were we were practicing at Crans at the time, and um, we were practicing at Crans, and we would walk to Crans. And you know that little liquor store right there at the corner? Um, yeah. Yeah, at the corner. Like by Morehouse? Yeah. Not me not and Morehouse, Ernie. Whatever that street was. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, uh, bunk, was it Bunker? No, 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 no. Briquette. Briquette. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Find you in Briquette. And uh, we were we would go right there before practice. we get hot Cheetos, munchies, like, and, and we, we would get hot Cheetos, Gatorade, like chips, all kinds of shit, you know? And we would go to practice and we'll be the first ones there, you know? We'll be munching, you know. Everybody starts showing up. Like, damn, you guys are always early. And you guys are always eating food. And you guys are the best players on the team. And are you guys smoking? Like, are you guys getting high? <laughs> and then my, my coach, uh, it was like sixth grade, I think. No, yeah, it was before um, before I got middle school. Fifth and sixth grade. I was on the Mariners. And, um, yeah, and, and we would go. And uh, we would be eating right there, and then we would go start practicing, you know. And like, damn, these fools eat whatever the fuck they want, and then they go come out here and they practice, and then they go to the games and they fucking tear shit up, you know what I mean? And it was cool, man. Those are those are the fun days. I used to go to sleep in my fucking uniform. That's how much I used to love baseball. I used to go after my games and and even watch uh, the baseball games, uh, Dodgers, yeah. and study how professionals did it. Yeah. And I always remember I was one of the first catchers. That was actually like moving around in the the catchers, um, the little, the little box. catchers yeah, box, yeah, yeah. you know, and like positioning my hand in different positions, and I was throwing people out all the time, you know, and yeah, man, it, it was crazy. And then when I got to, and then I took a year off when I got seventh grade. I played football. I didn't play. I didn't play baseball. But then uh, eighth grade, I played uh, baseball um, at New Temple, and then. Um, and you know, a, a year off took took a toll on me. I was like, damn, because then everybody's progressing. In yeah, state, and man. and and that next level was uh, like leading off and shit like that. You know, picking people off, and um, yeah. So I did that eighth grade year, and then uh, ninth grade. Since I wasn't able to play, I played ninth grade too at the park. And uh, yeah, man, it, it it was something that I always loved, and and you know what, I fucked it off. I, I didn't make grades. You know, Parcel told me like we went in, we went into to tryouts, and uh, 
the next day he called me and he's like, hey, you know, I want to put you on the JV team, but your grades are down. You got to pick them up this next quarter. If you don't, then I can't have you on the team, you know what I mean? And I'm not going to allow you back on the field until you get your grades up. That's what he was big on, you know? Yeah. And I remember Wilson at the time was the coach of the freshman team. And I had chopped it up. I had a good relationship with, with Wilson. And I told him, you know, I'm trying to make my grades right now. And I remember I went to one of your guys' games, I think. And I was playing catch with Ozzy. And Ozzy, we were walking down to the field. And Ozzy was, like, putting his hand up in the air. And I was just throwing a hidden glove every time, you know, on point, you know. And uh, Ozzy wanted me on the team. You know, shout out Ozzy. He, he fucking, he was trying to get me, like, hey, Rob, you got to get on the team. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. he played with me on the Mariners, too. He was on the Mariners with me and Ernie and um and the other Ernie. And um, yeah, man, it was it was something that I I regret, you know, not playing baseball in my high school years. Because if I would play baseball, I, I would have tore it up, man. I I know. I'm sure I would have. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's like I, Fabian, I get it. Me and Fabian were always playing on Armani Eastern, and he was. We were. I wouldn't say we were rivals, but. He was always on the opposite team, and I and he was a good. And player. he was the, probably the yeah, best players yeah. on each team. Yeah, him and his, and his dad was his coach, and um, yeah, man, I always wanted to, you know beat that beat that team, you know, particularly the same age, you know, and um, yeah, I, like he was somebody that that I looked up to though too as well because he was a good baseball player, you know what I mean. And what you guys did in high school, I always kept tabs on that. You know yeah, what I mean? We won league like yeah. three out of four years, I think. Yeah, that was dope. That's dope. That's 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 and that's an accomplishment because, like, it's funny about Omani is there's so many high schools in Omani. You know what yeah. I mean? There's <laughs> like no other, city, no other cities really like Amani. that, right? I mean, four is like a royal, right? A royal, Omani, South Omani, and then South Omani yeah. is like right there on the border, and then. Or Rosemead just Rosemead and Gabrielino. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's it's, it's it's for the vicinity. It's like really close, and they're I don't know about now. I heard the baseball teams are shit. I don't yeah. know. You know, I haven't been there in ten years, but yeah. at the time, like you know, we had players getting drafted from each class. You know, fucking yeah. Rosemead, Royal South, mm. um, Mark Robinson. You know, I was. Oh yeah, I Mark Robinson. Him, yeah, and I remember he yeah. told me, like, "Dude, for your, I was, I'm sure, I'm still sure." He'd tell me like, "You have a badass arm for your, for your height." <laughs> yeah, and this guy, well, he came from, yeah, I mean, Northview, I think he came from somewhere yeah. else. He came from no, like, a private he was school. a switch hitter too. Yeah, yeah. he was dope, man. Center I mean, fielder, and yeah, I think he went to, I think he got to drafted AA? by the Twins. Yeah, yeah, drafted by the Twins, and he got up to yeah, Double I kept A. Tabs on him yeah, too. yeah, it's hell yeah. I, I mean, I. I practice with this guy, you know. Yeah, like yeah. I, he would tell me like, "Hey, I, I used to you're have doing this Spanish. wrong. Do this." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool as yeah. dude. And I remember we played a, a scrimmage game mm-hmm. against them. Like you know, they had these badass studs. You know, they had like scouts from Arizona, San Diego there. Mm-hmm. And Angel was our catcher. Angel mm-hmm. Villegas, shout out to Angel. Yeah. And I don't know why he wasn't there, but I was like our third string catcher. I was a starting center fielder, but I was like third string catcher, and yeah. I don't know, I don't know where our catcher was, our second catcher, but, but um, so I fucking I was catching, yeah, and I, he's, I don't remember where our pitcher was, but he threw a fastball, right, swinging a miss, and I just threw it second base. I didn't think nothing of it. Like this was still second, yeah, and nice meeting you, yeah, and I fucking good. just good. throw it to second base. Yeah, I'm good. And this will get, and I get him right. Yeah. And we were both like practice. He's the starter, obviously. I'm just like a fucking 
JV at the time. Like yeah. I'm, a, I'm his backup, backup, backup. Mm. And he's like, dude, nobody throws me out. Like you got a pretty good arm. Yeah. Now, you know, like it's practice. I'm sure you probably wasn't going that hard. Yeah. And I told him, like, dude, you're way faster than that. He's like, bro, I was going. Yeah. Like, I was going. Like I'm not. I, I don't get thrown out. Yeah. Not in practice. You know, he's one of those guys. Like the, I don't get thrown yeah. out in practice. I don't. And he goes, yeah. fuck, dude. Like what? Let me see that like, that arm. And so yeah. we were like, the same thing. You know, like you and Ozzy. Yeah. So we're out there playing like pitcher catcher, like sixty yeah. feet away in center field. And he's like, not that many throw as hard. Not that many people throw as hard as you. Yeah. And he goes, that's why they have you in center field. And I'm like, I could throw pretty far, dude. Like yeah. when you know, once you start getting that little confidence, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I could throw yeah. pretty far. He goes, how far can you throw? I'm yeah. like, we were in center field, right? Like deep center. Yeah. I'm like, I can make home plate on a like no bounce. Uh-huh. And then he's like, nah. Like after practice, let's play long long toss. Like long toss. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. And dude, this guy is getting drafted, right? Yeah. And we're playing fucking long toss and like none of this rainbow shit. Just like line drives yeah. to each other. And he's like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, how, how's your arm this good? Yeah. And I'm like, it, it and sounds he sees you probably shorter though too. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I was like 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five, Compared five. to him, right? He was yeah, like 6'2", yeah, 220. Yeah. yeah. And fucking all, major league ready. Yeah. 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 <laughs> about to be drafted like three yeah. months later. And then I was like, dude, I remember this drill. Where we just had to, like, you just back up 10 feet each time. Like, yeah. back up 10 feet. Oh, yeah, And yeah, you throw yeah. as far as you, hard yeah. as you can for as long as you can. Yeah. That's, and once you get tired, you go back yeah. 10 feet further. And I remember people, like, giving up. I'd be like, dude, you're, yeah, you're not going to break it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, just, just throw a little just bit. See? The ball, yeah. And then so I do it, and I go further back. And I was mm-hmm. like, and then we did, like, this drill where we would throw fly balls. Like, see how high you could throw it up. Yeah. And he really liked that one. He goes... How, how does that make sense to you? And I'm like, I don't know. Somewhere, some time in my life, some yeah. coach told me to do that. And, you know, you're an outfielder, mm. so you throw fly balls to yourself and throw them as high yeah. as you can, as far as you can, so you can yeah. get to it. Yeah. And he's I like, am. dude, I I have, like, fucking a private coach, a private yeah. trainer, and nobody's <laughs> ever done this. I'm like, I don't know. It probably doesn't work. Yeah. And he goes, it's working, man. Like, you have that, that good of an arm. Yeah. And I just remember, like, He's tripping. Yeah, he, he's tripping you. Out. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, tripping him yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And I, after practice, right? I don't. I, a, a couple of people had left, but yeah. a few of the homies were like, "Hey, what the fuck? Like, you're playing catch with Mark? Yeah, like, so you're a little sophomores. He's a senior, yeah. fucking stud. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't know. You wanted to play catch? Like, he saw my arm. I threw him out at second, and everybody's like, I can't believe you threw that for wow. Like, yeah, I was like, he's fast. He's yeah. fast. And I was like, I mean, either just I just yeah. threw it just because he's running. You know, you're yeah. a catcher. It's a reflex. Yeah. And so, like, two days later, they're like, hey, like, what was that drill you were talking about, like, with center field? And I was like, which one? They're like, you were throwing fly balls to yourself? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, just throw as high as you can. Yeah. But somewhere where you think you might get it, right? You're not throwing, like, fucking from right field to left field. Like, you're you're aiming it toward, like, center. Yeah. Like, I'm going to catch that ball. So, as soon as you throw it, you start running. Yeah. And then they're like, fuck it, let's try it. And then they were trying it. Everybody was trying it, right? And I already knew what I was doing, right? So, I would, like, just sprint as fast as I could. Yeah, and then turn and look, and these guys are like amazed at how far <laughs> they're going. You know, it's varsity. Yeah, they can all throw pretty far, so they're all yeah. throwing fucking far and yeah. looking like, oh shit, that goes really. You know, we're, <laughs> yeah. you're taught to learn to throw a line yeah, drive. but so uh, when you're doing this rainbow thing, you're like, oh fuck, I could yeah. throw really high up. Yeah, and but so by you're the time training they, yeah, that way, yeah, by the time they start running, they're like three, four <laughs> steps behind, and so like I was getting to it, and I knew how far I should throw to get it, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's not yeah. that I was fast either. Yeah, I just knew, like, if I throw that far, you could do yeah, it. Yeah. I could throw that far, and I'll get to it. And these dudes were throwing uh-huh. fucking missiles, and thinking That's they're going to get to it. And so they're like, dude, you're pretty good. And I was like, I'm not that good. And I always yeah. tell people, dude, but to this day, I'll tell you, I was yeah. slightly above average. 
You know, like yeah. I was good enough to start, good enough to play, but I wasn't like. Yeah, because I don't, I don't remember you really playing too much when, when I was in. Oh, dude, yeah, I was poor. Yeah. I didn't start playing organized space. I played you know with like I, I, I was, you know, my grandparents r- really, you know, make sure that I played, you know. Um, I guess because they seen me the playing talent? all the time in the front yard, you know, in their front yeah. yard, you know, with the. And I was playing with the older guys and they were throwing harder, you know what I mean? And I was always in the backyard, like, just throwing up. There's, they have a brick wall back That's there. what I used to do. I just you hit one square, you know, yeah. work on my, my accuracy, yeah, you know? Yeah, same. And, uh, and then also get the ground ball yeah, coming exactly. back. I was going to say, and, I mean? like, I was, I was, at first I was an infielder, and then they told me I didn't have the arm for it. And, you know, yeah. I, I haven't, I, I was going to bring it up in Ozzy's episode, but I'm not sure which part, but I, I forgot about it. Uh-huh. But I was a second baseman because I didn't have an arm. Mm-hmm. And then when we got to high school, you know, I was always the second baseman just because of my height and everything you know you're not too big you can't play short you don't have the range for it so i was like all right yeah. and so then when i couldn't be second base because i think ozzy and ernie mm-hmm. my ernie little ernie yeah. well now big ernie too yeah. shout out to fucking both yeah, you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. they were second base right yeah. so i'm like oh fuck so i'm gonna be like third string second baseman because yeah. i knew they were better than me yeah and so then they're like oh you, like you're a pretty good outfielder though and i remember being like ah oh, yeah like, <laughs> The shitty kids go to the outfield. I don't want to play outfield. Yeah. And I remember my coach was like, dude, this isn't Little League. Nah, yeah. Like, these kids sit it out here. Like, and remember, there's uh, nobody behind you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if the ball gets past you, like, there's no backup. You know, if yeah. the ball gets past the shortstop, you're there to help them. Yeah. If the ball gets past you, like, that's an inside the that's park it. home run. Yeah. And so he, I remember he gave me the confidence. You know, one of yeah. the guys also talked about um, nah, it's Isaac. It's important, man. It's important. Like every position on the field is important. It, even right field. Yeah, yeah. Even even like, I was like, uh, don't, let, don't of, put me in right field. Yeah, don't put like, me in right field. People, like when you're little, I guess they want to throw the kids that don't know too much yeah. in outfield, yeah. right? But when you're older, you understand how important how it is. important it is. Yeah. To Shout be out, out to my there. homie yeah. Roy. Roy was one of the best right fielders yeah. I've ever seen. He was yeah. a lefty and everything. And you know, and he Roy, got down. He yeah, got down Roy like played with us too. Yeah. Yeah, Sophomore year, he, I don't think he wanted to quit, but I know he was down because um, me and the homie Mexico that me and Fabian talk about, like we were fighting for center. Yeah. And then, you know, we would switch off. Like one game he was center, and then mm-hmm. I was left. And then once I was left, I was like, dude, Mexico's a little faster than me. I told Wilson, like he's mm-hmm. faster than me. I'm not telling you he's going to beat me in this position, but if mm-hmm. we're just switching off, mm-hmm. I'd rather be in left field. Yeah. Because that's my position, you know. I, I, I know where I had to play with the hitters. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I remember Roy was like, dude, I'm in right field. Nobody hits it this uh, way. And then we played a Royal. Uh, and they had like six lefties. <laughs> oh, and they hit like ten <laughs> balls. You know, uh, you, know, you don't get that many balls in yeah. the outfield. And he hit like ten fly balls. No, no, he was fucking ready. ready? He was oh, ready. Nice, like all fly balls. Nice. And he was catching everything, throwing out people at first. Yeah, like, you know, that's yeah. fucking big. It was his time. It was his time. It was his time to shine and he yeah. was ready, bro. Yeah. That's and I remember telling him, like, bro, like, I can't do that shit. Really? Like, I'm a righty. Like, yeah, I, I can't. I don't have that fucking natural catch it with my glove hand. And already, you, like, the yeah, people that the play baseball. Yeah. yeah. If you're fucking a right-handed thrower, you're coming in. You yeah. got to go across it, your body to yeah. throw. A lefty, you're catching it, and as you're moving forward, crow hopping, yeah, crow hopping, you're fucking yeah. coming already with the throw. And I yeah. told Roy, like, dude, I can't make those plays. Yeah. <laughs> and me and Roy are close, right? Yeah, I'm probably gonna have him on like in the next few. Yeah, weeks. I hope you do, man. And we, I, and I remember to- telling him, that guy in a minute, and he was like, "I'm pretty good." Huh? And I'm like, "Dude, you're fucking badass!" Yeah. <laughs> like, and I told him what the coach. You didn't have that confidence. Yeah. yeah, what 
I told him sophomore year what my coach told me the freshman year. Like, this isn't Little League. Yeah. Like, the ball's going to find you. Yeah. Like, the ball will find you. Yeah. And it's just a trip because, like, now a few people have told me, like, hey, dude, next year I'm getting a team. I heard you talking about, like, outfield drills. On the, yeah. Do you want to coach on that? Right now, I, right now, I can't. So, yeah. I, I don't want to say yeah because I don't yeah. know where my life will be in fucking six, yeah. seven months. I'm like, let me try to take everything I can in my life so that I have those afternoons off. Because mm-hmm. I would love to be out there. I'm not, not the main coach, right? Like, yeah. my hitting is not all that great. I can hit, yeah. but not very well. Yeah, yeah. So, let me, if I can help you out, I will. Uh-huh. So that's it's pretty cool, you know. Like I'm yeah. not gonna play anymore. Yeah. But if I could go out there and teach these kids some of the things that made me, yeah, fucking not good, but a starter, like a player, yeah. like part of the team, I'd love to do that. You know, pay it forward. Yeah, yeah I had yeah. great coaches, yeah. so I might be a great assistant yeah. coach to some of these kids. So I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. But I, I don't want to say yes yeah. and then back out. So I'm like, let's leave it out there and let hopefully we can mm. that'd be dude that well, yeah. tell, you know you said you left it yeah. i remember you being fucking bad yeah maybe coaching could be something you could do no well, actually I, I i i did coach a little bit um as an assistant coach so i never took a full-time head coaching job because that's just a lot of work it man it, it, shout out it, to yeah. all the coaches man you yeah doing especially the coaches i had growing up like <sighs> the fools believed in me so much more than I probably even believed in myself. Like, even to this day, I have my friend that I grew up with. And he's like, man, you were badass. Like, I thought you were going to go far. Like, I used to pitch to you, and I used to throw hard. And he he pitched varsity at Mount, Mount View, and that's how I knew about Mark Robinson because Mark Robinson played on By his... Young? Huh? Who no, Mark Jacobo. Okay. Uh, he... He He's who I grew up with, but he was a very good pitcher. He, he, he was pitching there before... We got to high school. Okay, okay, okay. I was trying yeah, to remember. Yeah, no, like, no. He, he played with Kiki. Uh, I don't know if you know Kike Herna- uh, Hernandez. Uh, he played short. All these guys were there prior to I think uh, Kike, us going to high was school. Was he the third baseman? Shortstop. Shortstop. I, yeah. Was he Victor's brother? Do you have a younger brother named yeah, Victor? Yeah, he had a younger. Uh, I don't think Victor. I think... Um, I forgot what his younger brother's name was, but he's right now he's into craft beer right now. Okay. I yeah. forgot what his name is, but um, and Noe, I don't know if you ever remember yeah. Noe. Noe, yeah. I think they were uh, like the younger ones when I got there. Yeah. So, yeah, when they, I got there, dude. They were fucking stacked. Yeah. No, they, they won CIF. Stacked, I think yeah. That year, uh, they got. Uh, they got close. They got close. Yeah. Close. Too many CIF. And um, yeah, I mean, and Mark Robinson. That's how I found out about Mark Robinson. Um, he was uh. Yeah, I mean, he, everybody talked about him. Well, he was probably the only black guy in school at the time, you know what I mean? But uh, he, he was athlete, uh, very athletic, you know, and he fucking could run those bases. He was their leadoff hitter, you know what I mean? And um, He pitched. Yeah. He and fucking he, was switch hitter. Yeah, center fielder. Center fielder. Yeah. Like, I, and, I mean, and, you know, uh, when I went to, um, I think it was my last year of majors in Amani Eastern is when I liked playing center field. Like, I loved it. Like, I. I never wanted to play the outfield ever. I was always like pitcher, catcher, second base, shortstop. But then I got to doing fucking um, outfield, yeah. and I liked it, dog. And I backed up the re- left and right field because yeah, yeah. they weren't too good. Like I said, yeah, all right, all right, man. I'll catch you later. And um, yeah, and 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 um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. You were playing center field? Yeah, I was you playing started. center field. Oh, and then, like, they would call me in, and, and they would want me to play um, uh, catcher. 
And I was like, nah, I don't want to play catcher no more. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, nah, we need you to play catcher because you know how to stop the balls and, you know, you're not afraid to stop them. Like, there's people that were looking away, you know, like the, bo- yeah, yeah, the ball the, bouncing. They swing. Just, when like, they yeah. swing, they, people close their eyes. Like, yeah. Things like that. And then you knew how to move around and maneuver back there. But I was like, nah, but that's a lot of work, you know what I mean? In a game, the only positions I never played were shortstop. No, I did play short. I'm pitcher and first base. Uh-huh. I played right, center, left, second, short, third, and I caught a game, but a couple games. But I never pitched. I tried. Yeah. I threw pretty hard. Like for my height at the time, I wouldn't say the hardest throw on the team, but I threw pretty hard. Like I yeah. just knew the mechanics, but I couldn't fucking. It, we had the stupid drill from outfield. We had a trash can at home plate. Like, it didn't matter how you got it in there. Uh-huh. Like, it was on the side, right? Like, horizontal. Yeah. Like, facing you. If you're in left, it's facing you. If you're in center, it's facing you. And it didn't matter if you rolled it in there. Uh-huh. You just had to get it in there, dude. I would yeah, line yeah. drive that motherfucker in there from, nice. like, fucking center field. Yeah, yeah. But when I got to the pitcher's mound, uh-huh. I couldn't fucking throw a strike. Why? I don't know. <laughs> like, because um, I remember, it just, I, I think it was junior yeah. year. Yeah. They saw that I was throwing pretty hard, right? Like, yeah. I was just fucking around with one of the pitchers. And he goes, throw your curveball. Like, my curveball's not good. Like, you know, you fuck around. Like, even yeah. if you're not a pitcher, you're like, this is my curveball. And I was just kind of throwing a little bit of a very slight curveball. Yeah. And then I remember somebody passed by. I was like, dude, this curveball sucks. He can't pitch. Yeah. And they're like, it's not about the curveball. It's he sets him up with the fastball. Like, yeah. throw your fastball. And so yeah. we were on flat ground, right? We were only on the mound. Yeah. I was just throwing fucking like, zing, yeah. zing. And like, oh shit, he throws pretty hard. Yeah. And so they're like, get on the mound, let's see what you can do. Pfft, trash, bro, trash. Like, yeah. I got like ten pitches, and not one of them was for strike. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe if they fine tuned me and said, hey, try this and do that, but just I could not get that accuracy from that close it was range. It just wasn't happening. It was like yeah. darts, you know. Like it takes yeah. practice, and I never well, practiced pitching ever in my life. Yeah. And no, but that's the thing is, is that. Like um like okay so one I remember one of the last times I pitched, um I was already you know I was I think it was uh, ninth grade, and um I never told the 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 coach I knew how to pitch and he's like hey you know we need pitchers you know, um they're telling me that you know how to pitch and I was like yeah you know I pitched a couple times you know in my life, and I've always like. I've liked the art of pitching. I love you know, the art of pitching. It's the art. Greg of, Maddox. It's, yeah. I, I, I like. No, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, fucking Randy Johnson, yeah. fucking Roger Clemens. Kershaw. Um, I, I, I sit down and watch Kershaw yeah. pitch. You're not oh, even a Dodger fan. Beautiful. I'm like, dude, I, I bring the story up. Uh, uh, Rich Honeycutt, best pitching oh. coach in the world. He's 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 been there he's, like, what, the last probably 12 years? Probably longer. Yeah, probably longer. Yeah, he's been. But there. I mean, pitching is an art form. Oh yeah, More and definitely. when like right now Scherzer, fucking uh, sales struggling or whatever. Yeah, but like when these guys are on their game, the Grom last Berlander. year. Oh man, I love. I, 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 I see. I traded him in my fantasy, league, <laughs> and it hurt me. No, no, I, I'm not. I'm Why not competing. I'm not competing for a title. Yeah, you feel me? Like yeah. like like the Thunder right now. They just traded yeah. Westbrook. You're not competing. Yeah. So you got to get assets. Uh-huh. You got to do what's best for next year. If you're not yeah. going to win this year, there's no point uh-huh. in being a fucking 6, 7 seed. Yeah. Well, not even. There's like 16 seeds. No point in being like a 12 seed. Yeah. You might as well fucking rebuild and be strong uh-huh. next year. So I had to trade Verlander, dude. And I was like, I'm never going to have this guy again. Yeah. Like, I really had to come to terms with that. Like, I'm never going to have this guy on my team, dude. I love 
fucking watching them pitch. Yeah. Like Kershaw, dude, I'm never going to have on my team. We do a contract yeah. league. It's like a, for those who are listening, like a keeper league. Like you uh, have these guys for some time. So uh, nobody's going to want to give them up. You get me? So yeah. I've never had Kershaw in that league. Well, the first year I had Kershaw, right? I never had him again. Uh-huh. And it's like, dude. Like, you have Trout. The guy that just got Trout, yeah. my homie Eric, just got, shout out to Eric. The guy that just got Trout, like, he has him for the next five years. Mm. You think he's going to want to trade him? Fucking best no. player, like, in the last <laughs> 40 years? Come on, yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. That's fantasy, yeah, though, right? Yeah, that's yeah. fantasy baseball for you. And just, um, where was I going with this? Kershaw. Uh. 2000, I don't know, maybe, like, nine or ten. strikeouts, like, crazy. He was going, like, eight and eight. Yeah, five innings, fucking like seven strikeouts, but like six walks, and mm. I was like, I was, I would, you know, on Facebook, I'd be like, yo, you guys are missing out. Like, this kid is the next thing. Like, yeah. he just fine. He's oh, great. I, I, he I, come in and throw thirteen, yeah. thirteen well, strikeouts. Well, his fucking what he was doing in high school, he oh. was fucking throwing like twenty strikeouts, fucking game. I'm like, he's fine tuning yeah. his skills. Like, yeah. you guys aren't competing. Like, no, this he, guy's gonna he, carry he, you. He, to the yeah, he man. was he was get, uh, gaining his confidence in the majors. You know, and that's big because a lot of a lot of like even a Granky. I seen Granky yeah. when he was in KC, and KC. I was like, "Oh, this fool's gonna be badass." I, the fool has the stuff, you yeah. know. Granky was. I always wanted Granky on Dodgers. He, well, he came. Or yeah, did he, he, he stood there for two or three, three years. Yeah, and I think that's where the Dodgers fucked up that year that they lost. Is he was their ace? Ace, yeah, yeah, and, and they, they threw he him number two, game yeah. one. Yeah, and then and they ended he, up doing that with yeah, Ryu and he, and he had the next a, year. Yeah, and it's like you could have done that with Granky yeah, the year before. And, yeah, and I, Ryu I know. was a uh, uh, newer guy, like yeah. you know, before in, you know, and he wasn't fine tuned like he is now. He's tearing it up right now. He just started the Oscar. I mean, yeah. and he is really good. Like people say, like he's not that good. Like, dude, is, sometimes I'm a big analytics guy, right? Like, yeah, you got to look at the numbers, but you got to look at the way he has hitters off balance all game. Yeah, nowadays, and he has the pitches. Most pitchers go; they don't even go by innings. You know, they used to go six innings or whatever. Yeah. Now it goes; they go two times through the lineup, mm-hmm. and now they bring in their long reliever. Ryu has these guys on their toes all yeah, game off because balance. Oh, it's fuck. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Off balance, and it's like you said, it's artwork. Yeah, it's art. Yeah, like uh, my dad got me into pitching because my my dad was a pitcher yeah. like in Sunday league, so I'd go see him, and he'd just be like, he didn't throw hard. Yeah, he had a little curveball, right? But yeah. he goes. You just can't. You got to be unpredictable. Yeah. As soon as they know what's coming, they're gonna hit it because I'm not yeah. that good. So he would just mm-hmm. throw like you know. Everybody says you got to throw that first pitch for a strike. My dad yeah. was like, No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You get four balls. Yeah. You get three strikes. So I yeah. could give one away. So yeah. I'm gonna throw a stupid ass curveball just so that they think like this curveball is not gonna be that good. His curveball sucks. Yeah. So he throw like a first pitch curveball in the dirt, and they're like, yeah. All right, whatever. Now he throws something a little different, right? Yeah. And you just have him on the toes. I'm like, how does my dad know this? And these pros are still like, but then yeah. you see a pitcher like no. Ryu, yeah. and where they're like, you and, get four balls, yeah, and, and and that hesitation move, yeah, like Kirsch, like Asians are the ones that started. Yeah, he don't know more. And then Park. and then Kershaw picked that up, and that's when he started dominating. Yeah. You know why? Because it gives the, the batter timing. something that they're not used to. You know what I mean? And the timing, yeah, the timing has to do a lot with it. But you know something that I was big on too was like they give you a pitcher's plate, you know, right there. Yeah. 
And my big thing was throwing different angles on that plate. plate like, yeah. move around on yeah, that plate. Yeah. Don't just settle down in one spot. In the spot. middle, yeah. Yeah. It's just, that plate's for you to move, maneuver on, yeah. you know? Like a batter's mean? box. Yeah. yeah. So, I would maneuver on that yeah. shit, you know? And I would throw different angles, you know? Different pitches, you know? And it would have people out of balance, you know what I mean? And they don't see that, you know, at, at that age, you know? Yeah. You know? They're like, what the fuck is this? With that? You know what I mean? <laughs> And it's completely um, alien to them, you know what I mean? And when they see something that they're not accustomed to, you know, it throws their game off, yeah. you know what I mean? And they have to adjust at that point. And, you know, only the strong survive, you know what I mean? And your hand-eye coordination has to be on point to be a good fucking hitter, and you know? And, and, and I, like, I was going back to, um, I ended up did coaching. I, I ended up coaching um, my godson. Um, him and his team, they were like a triple A. Um, and at that age, it's kind of like they're barely getting to learn, you know, the, real baseball. Yeah. I would say the I mean? basics, but like yeah. the fundamentals. Fundamentals. Yeah. yeah. And um, I always keep it simple with them because, you know, they're little kids, you know. They're having and fun. And it's just like, hey, yeah. just see the ball, hit the ball. Just put the ball in play, you know. That's all you got to do. Swing the bat. Like, you're going to miss a couple times, you know. I used to miss a couple times. But eventually you're going to hit it, you know. You're going to get a hold of it and you're going to reach base and you're going to be happy, you know what I mean. And I always remember a story of um, my, my friend Timmy. Shout out to Tim. Uh, he lived on the block too, but he was never get on base, man, and. Finally, he hit the ball and got on base, and he celebrated on first base. That's what's up. Yeah, and, and that's beautiful, you know, to see that's that. That's why you play. Yeah, hell yeah. And the I got joy off of seeing him yeah. have joy. I'm sure the rest know? of the team did, too. Yeah, the coaches like, were yeah, like, like, yeah. All your hard you work. You got the game ball that day, yeah. you know what I mean? And your hard work that, pays that, off. That's a beautiful part of baseball, man. Um but yeah, man, we, we're gonna have to. We, yeah, that's what tell you. Yeah. Um, all right. I any shout outs you want to do? Anybody? Your um, page. I don't you know, know if it's just like shout out to everybody you know out there that's you know working hard to provide for the families. You know, I know times get hard. You know, I know it's a struggle at times, and you just got to keep pushing, man. And you know, eventually things things will, will go get better and, and go in the way you would like. You know, all of us we live. You know, you know. And we live in a, a way where we would like things. We always, everybody wants things to be better, right? Yeah. I mean, and we all know that things could be better, you know. But we just got to continue to push for that, and eventually we'll break through. It's just a matter of timing and work and not quitting. You know what I mean? And um, you know, shout out to to everybody that's done the podcast with you. Shout out to you. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? And I appreciate you as well, my boy. And you know, I didn't get to talk about a lot of stuff, you know. Hey, but I'll cut you off real quick. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Because I'm going to bring you back. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And, and and you know what? I was thinking, like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to get it out all out there. But I'm going to be able to do a lot from now until the next time we yeah. see each other. The growth. That's and, what I'm talking and, about. And, that's and what, that's what, talking what about. we'll talk about. You know yeah. what I mean? And we'll, we'll talk about a couple of things that I wasn't able to talk about, you know. Um... I like being, I like, I kind of like being a little philosophical when it comes to things, you know, and, and I just want to let everybody know, you know, um, what we talked about earlier, a book called uh, The Four Agreements. It's uh, be impeccable with your word. It's one agreement. Don't take anything personally. Um, don't make assumptions. Is, hold on, let me see. Is the fourth one, 
always uh, something do your best. Ab- okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, always yeah. do your I, I think best. I saw it as a meme on like Instagram or something. Yeah. You know, like the four no, agreements. No, but if you actually get That's a chance, yeah. you should read that yeah. book. What was um, the name you said? It, Don. Don Miguel Ruiz. Don Miguel Ruiz. Yeah, and um, you know, it comes from a, a lot of our our you know heritage, you know, for again, our history, you know, as as you know, Mexicans, you know, Latinos, Hispanics, you know, that's where the roots lie, yeah. you know, in deep down in in Mexico, you know, and you know they were smart people, you know, and you know they they knew what they were they were talking about, and they they. They looked up at the stars, you know yeah, what I mean? There was no smog, no pollution. Yeah, right, and th- everything was all organic over there, you know? Yeah, <laughs> real you know organic. I mean? Yeah. We, we so, were we, real we, vegans right there, but they also, you know, were carnivores probably too. But at the same time, you know, they knew what they were talking about. We, we said we were going to do an hour, and we did an hour 45. Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> and, uh, we, we, you got to wrap it, it up. It was but a beer. It was a beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a self-help podcast. Yeah. But something for the listeners. Words of wisdom on anything. could be anything. doesn't matter. Your um, choice. Words of wisdom. Never give up. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Never give up, man. Like, and when you never give up, you'll never regret. You know what I mean? Because only those who have given up are the ones who have regretted, you know? Say it again, and we'll <laughs> wrap it up with that, just because you... Yeah. Th- that was nice. Yeah, never give up, man. Always. All right. Always. Robert, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it, and I hope you enjoyed the spot. And this and was fucking awesome. Can't wait to do it again, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Hopefully, we, we have a... More time and uh, yeah. and yeah and we're no, not my, as tired my, as we both I are. We both fresh yeah. for work. I had court today. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow! I hope that went well. <laughs> yeah, it did actually. It did. It did. That's good, man. Well, so, God bless. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank, uh, you. thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. You can find the podcast on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube by looking up the Cool Kids Table Podcast, and on Twitter by looking up the Cool Kids Pod. The official website is a coolkidstablepodcast.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.